Man, you know, being on lockdown, I haven't really been to like a buffet. I haven't been to a buffet in such a long time. You know where I can go to a good buffet now? Um, you know, if you like sperm, dick jokes, titties, and shit, I know one. You mean actual shit shit? Yeah, shit shit. Ah, shit. We watched Chillerama! We watched it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is! What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to the Horrible Horror Podcast, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies, movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Lord Marshall Hampton. With me, as always, my buddy, my co-host, uh, my brother from another mother. I've used that before. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't used that in a long time. I know, I know. It's like you don't hear that too much anymore. anymore. I always <laughs> liked it, though. I always thought it was kind of fun. It's a nice little uh, play on words. Brother. Aaron Southworth. There he is. That's yeah, me. That's him. Yeah, that's you. That's me. That's you. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Um, this week we uh, we're, we're, going doing, little, we're going a little different. Doing a little something different. We haven't really done one of these really ever. Since. No, we haven't. Really, the only time we ever did a movie like this was actually technically a bonus episode way back in like in the first thirty episodes or fifty episodes somewhere back there. But we're doing a uh, listener suggested movie, uh, and this movie was actually suggested to us like a long time ago. But it got. For some reason, it kept getting put on the back burners. I think partly because it was so wacky and insane and long that it was just going to be hard to do. But we figured out a way to do it, and that movie is Chillerama. All right, so uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here, Marshall. Yeah. Who suggested it? Noah. Oh, okay. Right on. Um, Noah Agrir. Yeah, we don't, say, we don't need to say last name. Yeah. yeah, you know who you are. We appreciate you. We love you, but uh, we're finally getting to it. Uh, before we get to it, though, there's a bit of news uh, I got to talk about. Um, now, I'm not sure if you guys know about this, but there's a pandemic going on in the world. Um, and no, I'm not talking about the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm talking about the overgrown bush pandemic. That's right. The overgrown bush pandemic. And that is problem spurred from the COVID when all you lazy bastards were all sitting around the house, can't go anywhere, not going out on dates, not going out and meeting women, just getting lazy, fat bastards. Well, we have the cure for that. We have the vaccine, and it's called Manscaped. The Lawnmower 4.0 Ball Shaver is the vaccine for the overgrown pube pandemic that is raging the globe right now. Yeah, I was guilty of that myself, totally. And yeah, I I can say, well, Mary, yeah, it's a pandemic. But at the same time, dude, I got to keep my shit tight. Uh, That's what we try to do here. We try to keep keep it it tight. Keep it tight. And I got to say... The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 keeps it tight. It does. It is a great little shaver. I loved it. I've used it. We both use it now. It's handy. It's comfortable. It works wonders. It's an absolute wonder. Uh, you can go to manscaped.com where you can get yourself uh, hands on one one for your own, along with many of their other wonderful products. Uh, uh, the Weed Whacker, which is the nose Hair trimmer? Yes, which, hair trimmer, which I, I like quite a bit. Um, I think I've said it before. It's not exactly like the best thing ever, but I will tell you it's one of the most comfortable. 
It was incredibly comfortable because you're jamming a junk of metal up yeah. your nose and stuff. <laughs> and I've used other nose hair trimmers, and sometimes it feels like it's like literally cutting my nose to pieces as it's taking out the hair. Right, right. You know, and it, but it does. But this is much, much, much more comfortable. I feel like I can just really stick it on up in there. Stick it up there, and get it off, and get all that hair, hair clipped out without having any damage to my nasal cavity. Yes. Because I've already done plenty of that. <laughs> <laughs> In other ways. Um, but yeah. Just uh, joking. Yeah. The Little Lore is great. Uh, like I said, you can get all sorts of other things on their website. You can get in. You know, the good thing about it, if you use our product code, promo code MOONGOON. MOONGOON. M-O-O-N-G-O-O-N. You will get, not twin, not 15, but a whopping ball shattering 20% off and. Free shipping. Free shipping. Holy is- shit, that's a deal to me- my book. Oh, free shipping is kind of where it's at, man. It really that's- is, because they can gouge you on shipping. They really places. can. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's really sweet. Yeah. And the packaging is really nice. It's really clean. It's 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 cool. I like it. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm, become, I'm, I'm a fan now. I'm trying too. to be completely honest. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, I've I've used it now, uh, pretty much a bunch. You know. Um, I went ahead and just bought the shampoo and conditioner also. Yep. And it, man, it's like totally lathered up my head. It was fantastic. So I like the I like the ball lotion. You know, you give yourself to shave and then there's like this white uh creamy lotion you rub on there. That sounded really that bad. That sounds really bad. That sounds really bad. But I get that right white creamy lotion for my balls. It's like gonna come out of your it's balls. It's for the balls, it doesn't come from the balls. Um but it, it's nice. It, it gives a nice, yeah. fresh. Uh, it, it keeps your boys fresh, kind of like you know, no, like chaffing. I've I've I've, I've powdered my balls yeah. quite a bit with like baby powder or yeah, like uh, triple bond and like yeah. gold bond powder. And while well, that stuff works, but man, it's like it, it's messy. It yes. gets all over the place. Yeah. You got to go into your tub, splash <laughs> it on, then you got to rinse it out, and it gets on your feet, and you got to walk. It's like it sucks. It sucks Process. powder in your balls. It's a pain in the ass. This stuff, squirt it in your hand, slap it on your nuts, good to go. Good to go. And, you know, guys, do the ladies a favor. Nobody wants to stare in their mouth. Get the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 today. All right, there's our corporate show up moment. So, uh, where's my money? You're going to give me my money? Where's my money, man? Where's the money? You like that? That feels good? That feels good? Where's the money, man? Where's my money? Are you threatening Manscaped? I said, you better pay us. I don't know if that's going to go over so well. No, I, I have that much clout. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Thought throw that one in there for once. Why not? <laughs> Why not? And next week, we'll probably not, no longer be sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> you threatened to beat us unless we paid you on the air. <laughs> I don't know if you're the right voice for us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's move on to the movie. It's Chillerama. This was released on October 14th of 2011, which, man, I can't believe that movie's that old now. But it is, I guess. Uh, it's written. It's okay. Before I get it's like we might talk about this is the movie we haven't done hardly ever on the show. We did it one time years and years ago as a bonus episode. This is an anthology movie. Right. So it's a bunch of small movies made up into one big movie. The last anthology movie we did was. A Christmas horror story uh, I did as a bonus episode with Chris and Sarah Sample was like years ago. That's yeah. the last time we ever did an anthology. Um, so this is a, really the first anthology we've done as an actual episode on the show. 
And that anthology, the Christmas Horror Story, was I think a little easier to do because this one has a yeah. lot of lot of, lot of movement, and this is definitely more of the comedy. Yes, yeah. The Christmas def- Horror Story is legit. Some good trying and to be like, really really good, but this, this is, is this is more fun, goofy horror. This is like this almost a goes- horny prepubescent teenage boy or prepubescent twelve year old's wet dream. Like if you just gave coke to a 12 year old said hey write a movie this is what comes out i think i'm pretty sure this is what what happened pretty close yeah this feels like um a more immature version of night of something strange like (laughs) like an immature you know hokey anthology version of night of something strange yeah i can kind of see where you're going with that yeah i agree um so the writers and directors of this movie uh, you have Adam Green, who's famous for, famous for the Hatchet series. Joe Lynch, who's done Wrong Wrong Turn 2 and 4, and he's done episodes of The New Creep Show. Adam Rifkin, who did Psycho Cop Returns, Detroit Rock City, and some other stuff. Tim Sullivan, who's done the 2001 Maniacs remake and 2001 Maniacs Field of Scream sequel. Along with, for us, we always love him from... Uh, he bloody, in, bloody Bible that's Camp. That's right. Bloody, bloody Bible Camp. Um so you can find the movie on Tubi, on the Roku channel, Amazon Prime, YouTube, Google Play, Vudu, Apple TV, and some new thing called Plex. I don't know what that is. It's, but it's out a, there. It's yeah. there. Uh, who knows? I said the same thing about Tubi years ago. Now I love Tubi. Um, but uh, we watched it on Tubi because I, I can't stop plugging Tubi. Dude, I had six I wish, commercials. I love Tubi sponsor us. <laughs> six commercials. That's all I had. I had, like, that's all it was. The commercials and were not that bad in this one. Very, yeah, very good. Not too bad. Very good pace. And I was actually kind of happy to get them because I was like, whew, I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of do with this movie. This yeah. one is like, this pedal to Woo! the metal like the whole time. So, um, the cast is fucking huge because it's anthology. So, every mini movie has its own cast and they're huge. Um, so here's I'm just gonna read a list of some of the people that are in that people will know or recognize. So first we have Lynn Shay. Um, she's the old lady character actor. Everyone knows her. You you see you know her when you see her, lady. Eric Roberts, Owen Benjamin, Ray Wise, another famous character actor. Uh, he was Robin's dad in How I Met Your Mom. Uh, Tanya Raimondi or Raymond. She's in Lost uh, and Deep Blue Sea Three. Laura Ortiz from Hatchet Two. Real Housewives of Horror, The Hills Have Eyes, and Guardians of the Galaxy. She was in that. She was the pink girl that was encased by the Collector. She was the captured pink girl. The one who tries to kill uh, No, not the the one who kills. She's the one in the case. In the case. case. Okay, okay. Um, Kelly Devine, porn star. Sunny Lane, porn star. Michelle Malin, porn star. Um, And someone we haven't seen in a very, very long time. Uh, Possibly X. I don't know. It's pending. Uh, horrible Horror Hall of Famer, Ron Jeremy. Ooh, it's looking bad. Looking bad. Looking real bad. Still technically innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. There's not trials looking, coming up, but not, not looking good. Not looking good. No, but once that guilty verdict comes, it'll probably be officially taken out of yeah, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll follow the justice system. Yeah. Guilty until pro- innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still in the Horrible Horror Hall of Fame until proven guilty. <laughs> Um, one of my uh, Christina Klebb, who I love, uh, she's Rob Zombie's Halloween, and she's in Sleigh Bells, which we don't show. Kane Hodder, Joel David Moore, who's also from Hatchet, Avatar One Two, Grandma's Boy, and Dodgeball. Sean Paul Lockhart, who's the gay porn star slash legit actor who we last saw on Kissing Darkness. Oh shit! Yep, 
Uh, Richard Riley was that, said, I'm going to eat a quiche. No, it's not the quiche guy. Oh, okay. It wasn't quiche guy. I loved quiche guy. Um, Richard Riley, who's another very popular character actor. Again, you see him, you know who he is. Um, and someone else who we haven't seen in a very, very long time. Another horrible horror act hall of famer. Sean C. Phillips is in this movie, but blink, you'll miss him, but he is technically in the movie. So it's, it's been a long time since we've seen those two guys right. on the show. Right. Um, and that's just some of the people. I mean, there's so many others. It just goes on and on. Ray Weiss, my favorite is Leland from Twin Peaks. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so with that said, here's how we're going to do this movie, how we're going to do this. Because it's, one, it's almost two hours long. Uh, and two, because it's an anthology, we just, we're going to break this up. It's going to be a split episode. I'm going to take the opening of the movie and like all the segments in between the smaller movies and the ending – and Aaron's going to take all the actual like mini movies, and we're so we're going to yeah, split so this up. We're not going to spoil it, but I mean, obviously, you're listening to us. So the movie takes place like at a drive-in movie theater. Yes, and so there's a story that happens at the at theater, the drive-in. at the drive-in yeah. theater itself. But then they have the movies in between, like which as, are the, the movies. The movies are short, are showing are, are, on the drive-in screen. Right. So yeah. I'm going to be covering the movies that show in the drive-in screen. The movies in the movie, and Marshall's doing the, the actual the, the, the movie stuff. that holds it all together. Yeah. 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 So I think it will work out pretty good. We're going to try it. We've never yeah. done this before, but we're going to see how this goes. But we, that seemed to be kind of the best way to try to break all this up because it's yeah. an and, insane And movie. I want to go ahead and just preface a warning. This is a very schlocky, slapsticky, very quick joke after joke after joke after joke after joke. It's it, really hard to keep really up with. It's really raunchy. This is not a movie for everybody. It's very <laughs> offensive, and uh, there's a lot of – well, I guess offensive and raunchy material in here. And it's just, it's not, once it's all, it starts, it just never stops. Yeah, and it never stops. And it's hard to keep up with all the yeah. fucking jokes. So there's going to be a lot of stuff we're going to miss. We're going to skip over. There's, there's so much that's crammed into this. It really is crammed full of, you know, jokes, jokes and, and goofs and, 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 yeah, and, and horror stuff. stuff and kills. And, yeah. you know, there's so much stuff that's happening. It's hard. Like, I'm not kidding. When I was taking notes, I'm pausing it every 90 seconds. Like, Fuck, having to write a whole bunch. I mean, after a while, Which, I'm like, that's why. Yeah. When it was first suggested to us, we never got around to doing it because I was like, this is going to be impossible to do. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. But then I was like, uh, Noah actually sent us a uh, uh, a message, and it's like, hey, it remind me, I'm like, oh shit, we never did do it, and I felt bad. So like, how can we do this? Like, oh, well, let's try breaking this up. This yeah, way. and so we'll we'll see how it goes. After a while, I was up pausing. I'm like, I can't just keep this. is This is a two hour movie. <laughs> it's taking me four hours to get through this. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> so my notes got a little weak. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's just let's dive in and see how this goes. So we open in black and white at a cemetery, um, where we see like this drunk guy digging up the grave of his dead bitch of a wife, um, and it kind of makes it look like it's supposed to be you know back in like the. 40s or 50s or something. And it's got very gothic horror kind of elements. Yeah, very it's, hammer It's horror. black and white. It's, it, you know, it's like the, the lightning strike. He's in the graveyard. I'm I'm in. I'm yeah. like, this is this is cool. I like this right. so far. Uh, and so because she was such a cold-hearted bitch who never put out for him, uh, he decides to take out his frustration on her by fucking her corpse, basically. Like, you have to be committed to your hatred for yeah. your wife to go dig her up. Dig her up. Just to tell her off. And fuck her. Yep, and fuck her corpse. Um, well, he basically, as soon as he tries to literally skull fuck her, uh, she comes back to life. Her eyes pop open. She springs up and bites off his dick, which we see in wonderful practical effects, gory detail. Um, 
And for some reason, I'm guessing maybe she was a Vulcan or something because she bleeds blue as he punches her face in, but not until she is completely bitten off his dick. Let go of my meat. Let go <laughs> of my meat. And just punching her face. Yep. It rips off, and he doesn't seem that upset He's about really it. really not. It's like he might have stubbed his toe. <laughs> you bit off my meat. And that's it. That's, that's, just, that's like the extent of his anger. Yeah, because he 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 crawls out of the grave and he gets a call on his cell phone. So now I realize, okay, we're not in the way, way back. Uh, uh, and he's like getting bitched up by like his boss. Like, why aren't you coming? You're supposed to be at work, blah, blah. And he's like, fine, I had to take care of something. He's bleeding. His dick is gone. He's bleeding profuse from the crotch. And he's like, yeah, I'll be at work. And fine. The, and this is your dick. <laughs> yeah. You know, this, this is, is your dick. Yeah. And men, is, everybody knows men and their dicks are like... We love our dicks. Yeah. Just love them. <laughs> they do so many great things. Great for jokes, great for sex, great for going to the bathroom. Come on. Dicks are fantastic. Yep. It's not like you lost your pinky. I mean, I'll be like, oh, that now sucks. Now those fucking balls, though. Those little, bitches. Just clack around, get in the way. Um, Sit on them sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, we follow him as he leaves the cemetery He's uh, bleeding blue blood from his crotch. Um, and as he crosses the street, the movie fades into color now. And we continue to follow him as he walks in, into or enters the packed uh, Kaufman Drive-In Theater. Um, here we start meeting most of our main characters, or at least the people that are focused on the most in these segments. Uh, we meet Miller, who's the asshole rich guy, the corporate douche, uh, who we kind of learn is basically buying the drive-in up. After, or as companies buying, buying it. And yeah. They're going to demolish it, basically. Uh, tonight's the last night of operation. Tomorrow it gets demolished or something like that. And he's the one who's like, I'm here to make sure nothing happens. Or the, the, the owner doesn't try to pull anything. And I'm, we're tearing this place down. Um, and then uh, after tonight's final screenings, and then his hot-ass sex trophy girlfriend, Laura. Um, in another car, we meet Miller's cooler and much more chill younger brother, Ryan. Um, along with his friends, Toby, and I think her name's Mina, 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 it's kind of an odd name, but she's there. And he is a fan of 311. He is. <laughs> and uh, Toby's also in love with this girl, head over heels in love with her. And we also learned that Toby apparently used to work at the drive-in, uh, and that Ryan has a big crush on Desi, the girl who works at the concession, concession stand. Uh, and there's another group of characters, two other characters we kind of meet. That are this married couple with a uh, new kid. with a yeah. baby, new new parents, married couple, and those are kind of like the main ones driving customers that they kind of focus on throughout this these bits. So we cut up to, to the projection booth, which is projection booth, which is also kind of like the office of the driver, where we meet the owner and movie buff Cecil Kaufman. Uh, he's talking to a poster of Orson Welles about the time his time as a drive-in while getting the projectors all set up. Uh, he talks about how digital media is killing drive-ins in, in the theaters of old. Um, and there was something kind of touching about this. Yeah. You know, because he was kinda really... Sad. It was, and he's right. There's, there's, It's totally wrong. It I mean, is. now you can get a movie anytime you want, anywhere yeah. you want. You don't have to make you know, screen you, time. You've got or... your phone. You can be anywhere mm-hmm. and like be able to pull up a movie and watch it. Yeah. You know, there's there's no more festive like nature of movies really like you the really, pageantry like, of it yes the experience yeah. of going experience to the experience of going it's just especially the driving dying yeah now we are lucky enough in belleville or at least in belleville yeah. illinois i mean i live in st louis but it, you know my hometown belleville we uh, still have one the, there's a, 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 a working driving two screen working driving 
and it's fantastic. Been they here for every Halloween they like do like years. they do you know three movies on one screen, three movies on the other, one for kids, more kitty, yeah. one more for the adult, for like they do a Christmas. And they do they do a Christmas one too. They do a Christmas one too. Yeah, we still have a, a, a really good working drive yeah. that's actually really well supported by the community. Here, We're pretty lucky. Awesome. We're yeah. pretty lucky, and they they do a good job. Yes. I'm really I'm really happy. Uh, shout out to Skyview. Um, so anyway, this conversation takes a kind of a dark turn when we realize that. Um, after tonight's screenings, he's kind of planning on killing himself. He's not sure. He's, he's not like, sure maybe, yet. Yeah. But he's he's drinking and he's got a loaded revolver. You in his see, hand. he's talking. He's, while he's talking to Orson Welles, he's also looking at a picture apparently of his wife, his who just wife. recently passed yeah. away, and whose name is Rosebud. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> um, at this point, Floyd, who we learn is the guy from the cemetery, he bursts into the office slash booth, looks like, like shit. Death. Just looks just like death. He's clearly up. not well. He's pretty much already looking like a His zombie. legs turned to the side, yeah. like completely, like almost completely turned around. Yeah. Um, Cecil tells him that he already had the, got the projector set up, so he sends Floyd to go check on Desi and the concessions. After he leaves, Cecil gets on the speaker, the intercom systems, to address all the moviegoers and to get the show going because the, the place is packed. There's cars there. He's like, all right, boys and ghouls. Ready to, for a creepy body. He's I love that. I love that. Like, yeah. He gets on the speaker and he, he's talking <laughs> oh, to him. Myself. And I, I miss, like, I want to have that experience. You know, like what we saw, we talked about, like, the, you know, the drive-in. They they do a pretty good job, but they don't get quite into the festive spirit as much. But man, it was. It was I want. Yeah. I want. I want to. I want to have that experience. And they were loving because everybody was honking their horns, flashing their headlights. They're all excited to get this going. Yeah. Um. So this starts the first of the mini movies called Wadzilla. And at this point, Aaron's taken over to talk about, take us through Wadzilla. We're getting on the Wadzilla. And this is very much shot in a spirit of shitty, like monster movies, like your late fifties, early sixties, monster movies. What's it? Uh, Kai, Kai, Kaiju. Kaiju. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, that's Japanese. I mean, yeah. But I mean, it's yeah. the same kind of effect. Yes, well, they, they originated yeah. the monster movie. Yeah. That, yeah. That, but, that style. But it's that, that, that Wadzilla kind of style. Yeah. So we open a smoke a scientist smoking in his office, looking at sperm, um, and it's Leland from Twin Peaks. <laughs> it's Ray, it's Ray, <laughs> Ray Wise. It's Ray Wise. So he brings in this, this a patient into his room and he goes, "Hey, you know, I, I I know you're here to check on your sperm quality. Take a look in the microscope." He looks in, he sees all these sperm swimming around, being normal. He's like, "Wow, that looks great." He goes. Those aren't yours. Yeah, now look, These, <laughs> now look at yours. He goes to another microscope, and it's one sperm just going, eh. Like, inching his way like eh. a caterpillar across. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> inching, and he goes, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. The doctor takes him back to his office and says, okay, man, we have a brand new, there's, there's a new experimental drug on the market. I'm on the testing board, so I can prescribe it to you. It's called, what was it called? Yeah, I have it right here. Spermomene. Spermo, <laughs> spermopromine. Spermopromine. Go ahead and take the spermopromine. It's supposed to increase your sperm count. Let me know. You know, Come back in. Check us out. See how it goes. I might be getting ahead of myself, but isn't it like to say something like, uh, it's like it's radioactive or something? No, I don't think they. I thought they said they, they might have mentioned. I it, thought but they I said something about it's an experiment, but it's radioactive or something. I don't know. I, I it very well could have been. Who knows? Yeah, moving on. Sorry. Um, so we we cut to the the next day. The guy's taking his medication while he's watching Captain Fatso, uh, while eating cereal, which I guess is like a reference to Captain Kangaroo. Yeah, it was very Captain and, Kangaroo. And it's it's just like a fu- not even like a, it's like a thirty second piece, yeah. but it's like they prominently feature it, and that they do that through this whole movie, and like so it's hard to keep notes. I'm just gonna say uh, it the again. captain the captain 
Jack or whatever his name. Yeah. That's Ron Jeremy in this yeah. movie. And so he takes the medication. He takes the sperm medication. He's waiting. He's getting ready for work. He's waiting for the train. And he's talking to one of his buddies. Who's his buddies? Like, hey man, you know, like one of my wife's old college friends just broke up with her husband, just got divorced, and you know she needs a rebound. What do you say? Why don't you go on a date with her? Blind Nothing. Date. Not, yeah, blind date. We're setting it up. Don't worry about it. Nothing serious. And he's like, ah, okay. I guess. I guess I'll. I guess I'll check it out. Sure. While he's on the train, he sits. Uh, in comes this blonde bombshell, super tall, titties out. Damn! Hell yeah, bro. Comes down and sits down right next to our... our Miles, I think. My, Miles, thank you. Right next to Miles. Miles is like, ooh, yeah. And she pulls out a cigarette to smoke, and he's going to light her cigarette. And as he turns the light, he looks at them titties. Them titties? Them titties start popping, and he's like, whoa. He seems mesmerized. Mm-hmm. Just mesmerized by them titties. But then something starts to happen. He's like, oh, oh, oh. And he grabs his crotch. He's like, oh. And he's leaning forward. His crotch is killing him. His buddy sitting across from him leans forward and goes, "Hey man, did you sit on your nuts? <laughs> did you did you twist your balls? Did the vein get the vein, moved you around? Twisted veins? The twisted veins? He's like, I don't know. Oh god! And he sits back, and the lady's moved away. Obviously, <laughs> bent down, going, grabbing his crotch. And he was like, "What the fuck was that?" Um. We cut to the boardroom uh, where Miles is working, and everyone's smoking. Yeah, like it's just it's comical. Yeah, how many people are smoking? How much smoke there is? Again, because this takes place in like the fifties. Yeah, and it's just the whole place is just full of smoke, mm. which I thought was pretty funny. Um, they're like, okay, these are the new products we have. We're gonna bring in our new research, you know, department, and this lady comes in again, bombshell, big ass, just kind of <laughs> comes strutting in. She bumps into the board, the presentation board, and knocks it over. She's like, oh, Mike, excuse me. Bends over to pick it up. Her ass is right in front of Miles' face. Again, his crotch starts hurting. He's bending over just, oh, God. ah," And he's like not. It's it's not subtle at all. Like the way he's just (laughs) grabbing his crotch. He's falling out of his chair. He's like, are you okay? He's like, I just have to go to the bathroom. Nothing about this movie is subtle. (laughs) Not whatsoever. Nothing. Um, he goes back. So he goes back to the doc and he's like, doc, what is happening? I'm just, every time I see someone sexy, it's just killing. I feel this sharp stabbing pain in my balls. The slightest bit of arousal. The slightest bit of arousal. It's just destroying my balls. And doc says, Hey, you know, well, let's, let's get a sperm sample. Let's see what's going on. You've been taking the medication. Let's, let's see what's happening. He's like, make a direct deposit, you know, gives him a magazine to jerk off and, uh, you know, (laughs) show us what happens. We <laughs> we we showed the outside of the door where where Miles in there jerking off, and we hear him scream. Ah! <laughs> the doc runs in, he's like, "What's going on?" He's like, and he's just kind of looking shocked, holding this cup, this sample cup, and shows it to the doctor. And inside is a big sperm, probably about the Giant size sperm. of a tadpole, swimming it's around. Bigger it. than a tadpole, just swimming around the cup. It, it leaps out of the cup and starts swiggling on the floor, and the doc stomp, just stomps on it. Splat! Just shit goes flying everywhere. Yeah, white sperm Just, just everywhere. everywhere. The doc is like, oh my god, okay. It seems like every time 
instead of increasing your sperm, it's just increasing the size of your one, one or sper- two sperm, yeah, your sperm one you sperm. It's just making them big. So anytime you get turned on or, you know, anytime you get, you know, have an attraction feeling, you've got to jerk off. You have got to get this out of your body <laughs> or else it's going to cause you damage. So talk about a curse. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that's the plan. Could you imagine basically a license to jerk off anywhere at that point? Like you're just, yeah, like God oh damn. yeah. If you're at Applebee's somewhere, you're like like waiters is high. Like oh god, I gotta go drink. And you go to the bathroom. And or just jerk your off. imagination. Yeah. All of a sudden, you start thinking of like Pamela Anderson from the '90s, and you're like, god damn, barbed wire was drink. awesome. Ah, I have to drink off right here. Ah. I I just has like a little card as well. It's, 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 the doctors know this. This man's allowed to jerk off anywhere he wants. It's a medical <laughs> emergency. <laughs> but I don't know why this guy thought this was a good idea. He decides to go on the blind date. He decides to go on the blind date that his buddy set up for him after he was told by his doctor, well, you know, (laughs) at the slightest bit of arousal, you need to jerk off. Yes. So I think I would stay inside until I jerk it all out. (laughs) But he decides to go on this date. And sure enough, when she answers the door, she's hot. She's fucking stacked, dude. Yeah. We got to get her something new. (laughs) I I, I, I don't know. But it is, you know, titty time. And it, of course, as soon as she answers the door, hi, Miles, it's nice to meet you. Boy, oh, 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 yep. you know, old boy gets a boner and he's just, again, no subtlety. Ah, just grabs his crotch <laughs> and he's just leaning forward like, oh, and she's like, like are, can I use your bathroom? Are you okay? Can I use your bathroom? And he like stumbles down the hall holding his crotch, slams the door and just starts beating off, just starts rubbing <laughs> one off. She calls her friend saying, Why'd you set me up with this what guy? What the fuck? He's in the bathroom. He's making all kinds of noise. Stuff's going on. And while she's on the phone, we see him like finally like shoot, blow his load. I, the phone call is funny because the friend she calls is the same one. It's the, the guy Miles yeah. friend. And he's like, and the friend's like, don't worry about it. He he, he twisted the vein. Is not. That's all. He's it embarrassed is. to talk he's about it. He's a good guy. Yeah, don't worry about he's, it. Yeah, that's her excuse. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay. Which <laughs> that was pretty funny. Why he's telling? He's like polishing his. His bowling, his bowling ball. ball. <sighs> but he finally blows his load, and out comes, we're talking a sperm about the size of a Nerf football. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's big. It's really big. And it's slipping around the floor, and it's sliding, and he's trying to catch it, and it just goes on and on. He's wrecking the entire bathroom. This goes on for, like, two, three minutes. A good long. It's like, a while. He's, he's slipping on his sperm. He's falling over. It's squiggly. He's like, <laughs> Yeah. sliding around and she's at the door like are you okay miles it's just getting ridiculous yeah. <laughs> he finally catches the sperm throws it into the toilet and it flushes tries to it flush tries it. to flush it down the water starts coming up yep. he's caught in the toilet he's like oh no finally she comes in and he's like do you have a towel <laughs> <laughs> as like the place is filling with water the place is destroyed the bath the whole bathroom is completely destroyed yeah she's like what the fuck <laughs> but before she can even react the toilet <laughs> lid pops open and the sperm is there now with eyes and teeth a big mouth full, full of fang teeth like, ah! and she's like what the <laughs> hell he goes <laughs> they don't even have time to explain. The sperm comes out and starts attacking Miles. They're fighting. It spills into the hallway where they're bumping against the wall. 
The sperm gets away from Miles. The gal falls down, backing away with her legs spread apart with you her know skirt where this is on. Going. <laughs> and the sperm, sure enough, goes flying into her crotch and starts kind of like munching around on her trying crotch, trying to, to get into her trying pussy. To get up in those trying to get in there. <laughs> Miles finally grabs it, like is able to like swing it around by the tail of the sperm. <laughs> And it gets basically hammer thrown out the window, smashing, and it's out. It's escaped onto the town. What was that Miles, in the nineties, two thousand? Was it mystical or something like? Like swing it around your head like a helicopter. helicopter. I forget <laughs> that was. Yeah, it wasn't mystical, but what, I forget who it was. Who was that? It was like a one hit wonder well, rap was, oh, band. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look it up now. <laughs> <laughs> but Miles and his girl, the girl, run to the window and they take a look, and he goes, "I could explain that." <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> All right, let's see. We cut to a gal in the park on the on a payphone, and she's wearing a poodle skirt, very fifties, and she's got her little dog, and she's talking about, um, you know, guys with little dicks, but they got bank accounts and all that stuff. She's like a real piece of shit. Yeah, you know? and it's, it's she's laying it on super thick. And she's got this also stupid find, little dog. You also find out she's talking to her mom. Yeah, which is funny because <laughs> you think she's talking to a like boyfriend, a girlfriend, a girlfriend yeah. of hers. Like, well, yeah, I'm gonna keep dating him. He's got a big Cadillac and a great bank account. Who cares if his dick's small? Yeah. You know? Howdy doody. Yes. Howdy doody dick. <laughs> So the little dog, and like we start to see the sperm is in the bushes next to the dog. The dog goes to investigate. Uh, we see the poodle skirt girl holding the dog, get jerked a little bit, like whoa, like hey, hey dog, quit doing that. She she pulls back on the leash and find the leash is no longer. There's no dog at the end of the leash. She dips her head into the bush and she sees something white. It's a white dog. And she sees something kind of white, the size of a dog moving around. She's like, come out here, you little fucker, or else you're going to get it. And then, of course, the sperm comes out and the sperm grabs onto her head. Like, we just chomps. We hear chomp. We see her feet sticking out. Chomp. She stands up with no head. No head. Blood <laughs> squirting out everywhere. She falls to the ground. Yep. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> we then cut to a fancy bum. Was <laughs> sitting by a dumpster, and the reason I say he's a fancy bum is because he has a trash can lid plate. He has half a rotisserie <laughs> chicken. He has a little bit of like spoiled lettuce that he's putting on. It's like a cartoon bum, one to like fight over a bean, you know. <laughs> like it's he's a he's a he's a rapscallion type of bum. He hears some commotion in the dumpster. He goes to check it out. He pops open the dumpster, and out pops another bum, a bum lady. She's like ah. They're screaming at each other. False scare. And they're, they're, she's like, look, I got milk duds. She holds up this, like, wad of, looks like shit. But, you know, it's just like, I found some milk duds. It's like, what'd you get? It's like, I have half a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> she's like, are you going to share with me? And he goes, well, maybe. If you give me a hand job. And as he says that, she starts putting, she starts going, oh, oh, because behind him, unbeknownst to the bum, the sperm is rising up behind him. And he's like, oh, come on. It's not like you haven't done it before. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, S -s sperm. And he goes, yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> you know? And he turns around. He sees the giant sperm who fucking jets down like Liu Kang's dragon fatality from Mortal Kombat 2. Biting him in half, perfectly in half. <laughs> just his legs remain with his pants pulled down and his around his ankle for his blow for his hand job, and his legs waddle away. Yeah, that's <laughs> the funny. The legs run away on their own. Just, I, I what, wait, what? Yeah. Really? <laughs> and he waddles away on his own. 
Um, we cut to Miles and his date. They come across a TV. Like they, they, they're, they're in the, they're in downtown. They're on their date. He's like, "Thank you so much for going on the date with me." A lot of girls would say no. It's like, well, it seems like you're going through a lot, so I want to support you. They, they, they come across a storefront that's selling TVs, and there's news reports on that there is a sperm monster five stories tall. So it just keeps growing and growing. All right, hold on. I found it. Um. Oh yeah, Petey Pablo. Petey Pablo. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get the uh, rise up like a helicopter part, but oh well. Got to interrupt the flow, don't you? I, had to the flow. I don't know why, but come on, give me the helicopter. Oh. God okay. damn it! I thought you were gonna say rise, take your show of rising up like a helicopter. You should have put more thought in this, pal. Fuck you. Oh wait, I thought that would stop. <laughs> that didn't stop it. You say fuck you to me or fuck you to him? There we go. Was it worth it? Rise up. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. I don't think it was. All right. All right. We're done. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> this is why you do the, the, the play-by-play. Yeah, I get a little, t- yeah. get a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was gonna drive me nuts trying to think of who that was. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. All right. So, so the sperms now decides the Godzilla. Sperms decides the Godzilla. He's like, "Oh my god." Um, let's see. We cut to uh, let's see, old fashioned bum, but as they jerk off puns. Oh yeah, and and they cut to a like, <laughs> there's jerk off puns left and right yeah. in this whole thing. Oh yeah, you know. Um. We cut to the, the there's all kinds of bedlam like the sperms crash into the city destroy New York the B stock footage of places blowing up yeah. crowds running going crazy it's pandemonium in a, in a real B stock you know yeah kind and of, one of these uh, extras is uh, when they're watching there's watching news footage on a TV store from old TVs uh, and there are all these people gather around one of those extras is Hall of Famer Sean C Phillips that's oh, where he okay. makes his yeah I, I totally missed him it's, it's, if you blink you miss him he's in the back he kind of leans in wearing like mm-hmm. a like a uh, like a fedora and yeah. coat. He's in the back and he's like, huh? And that's it. That's his appearance. But he's in it. <laughs> <laughs> so we show the army is trying to fight the sperm, and we see Eric Roberts, er- aka what? Uh, best of the best. No, he, his name in this. Did you not catch his name? Uh, maybe I didn't. General Bukaki. That's right. <laughs> like I said, there's just so many. You gotta. I'm gonna miss some here and there. General Bukaki. General Bukaki. Is his name. <laughs> Anyway, he's he's trying to fight. He's with uh, he's got the doctor next to him, and they're trying. They're shooting tanks. It's all and the background is totally ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's it's all superimposed green screen, but so much done on purpose. Oh it's yeah, pretty like, hilarious. It, 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 every now and then, like it flickers in the background. Like, yeah, the background flickers and. It's all, yeah. And the sperm is just rampaging through the city, and they say, what does he want? What is he trying to do? And the, the sperm doctor is there, and he's like, well, there's only one thing sperm wants to do, and that's to procreate. I mean, it will constantly go and fight and adapt until it reaches its goal or die trying. <laughs> like, there's nothing big enough. There's nothing that would be, oh, my God. <laughs> and then it cuts to the Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty. <laughs> that's where he's going. He's heading to the Statue of Liberty. We see the sperm crossing, I guess, the Hudson. The Hudson like, he's on- swimming through the Hudson, like the bay. <laughs> on, it's on the way to the Statue of Liberty, 
who turns into an actual woman and does a fucking striptease. That, this is like, four-star Kelly Devine. A popu- uh, an actual proper stripping like routine where she's like showing her like you know tapping on her muff and doing titty tassel switches she's, like twer- always like, twerking yeah, and- I'm, I'm, I'm like i'm like damn statue livery got me you know <laughs> got me like got me standing up to salute oh <laughs> uh, and then in comes the helicopter <laughs> yeah the helicopter comes in and they try to do uh, i think i had this written down um right. they, 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 they they the sperm is about to wrap on to the to uh this this Statue of Liberty. Um, Statue Liberty. And a helicopter comes in to try and put a condom. A giant, a giant condom <laughs> over the Statue of Liberty to protect her. But as they're putting it on, the condom rips. rips. And they're like, ah, oh, damn like, it. Ah. <laughs> so the sperm starts humping the Statue of Liberty, basically. The hell out Wraps of around it, starts humping. And they go, that's it. Go with Operation Money Shot. Yeah. <laughs> And they shoot down a whole bunch of missiles. Missiles come flying in and blow up the mo- the sperm monster. Just shooting money shot loads into all the actors and actresses' faces. And, and, and I think this is the mu- like that British music. Ode like, to Joy. Yeah. Ode to Joy starts playing. Yeah, yeah, as everyone starts getting money shots in the face <laughs> of just buckets of cum. Yeah. I mean, it's just buckets into like Ray Weiss's face and Eric, Eric Roberts, Roberts face, face and, and then Miles and his dates face. Girl's face. Yeah. Just everyone's getting it. covered in it. Just covered in it. They're standing there like, oh, we beat the monster. Okay. And then the date's like, well, Miles, I'm so happy you're okay. And she goes in a kiss and he like well, that's turns. After she's pukes up like oh, a she mouthful puked- of cum. <laughs> Like it's just like, it's like a ridiculous amount. The cum comes out of her mouth, and she goes. That's the best. She goes part. in yeah. to kiss him, as he's also covered baked in it. In it. Yeah. yeah, just covered it. But she goes in to kiss, and he turns the cheek, and she's like, "Well, oh, is something wrong? No, nothing. No, 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 nothing's no, no, wrong. No. Nothing's wrong." Okay, goes in for a kiss again. He he's turns, like, it kind of turns a little bit more. She's like, Wait, what? she's like, "Come on, Miles." And he goes, "Oh, what the hell?" And then they start tonguing each other, proper snowball style. And as he does that, he goes. Oh, grabs his crotch. The pain is back. Yep. His crotch is there. It's going to be another sperm monster. Roll credits. That's the end of Wadzilla. And, and, a, and there's a, they superimpose like a, a baby Wadzilla in a, in a womb or something like that. Oh yeah. And over yeah. the, over the, the, uh, the end yeah. question mark. Oh God. All right. So <laughs> that's Wadzilla. That's Wadzilla. So that's over. We cut back to Toby, Mena, Mina. Um, and Ryan, who jokes about not Wadzo not having enough tits in it, uh, he then goes gets out of the car to go on a snack run, and on his way he gets stopped by his brother, who demands that Ryan bring him and his girl back some popcorn and a drink. So to the concession stand we go, where Ryan talks with Desi, uh, talks with her a bit, his big crush, gives her his order. She realizes that they're out of the liquid butter for the popcorn. They do a really fifty style, like "Hey, Daddy O, what's well, up?" She's Desi. Desi's like, because she's like, he kind of spits it back to her too. Yeah, she play, he plays it back too. But Desi's like in character for like the final this these movie themes. Fifty like, themes. Yeah, she's yeah. like, you like my dress? I thought it fit the you know theme. So she's all, excuse me. Um, basically, she's like, tells right, wait here a minute. I gotta go get more butter, and I'll be right back. So, um. She heads to the back to eat more butter. We cut to the back storage room where Floyd is jerking off. How? I have no idea. Since his dick was bitten off. And he's, he seems to be in pain. He's like, Ugh, No, uh, he's like, he looked like he was jerking well, it. Well, yeah, but he, was, he seemed like it was a painful jerk. Oh, yeah, very painful jerk, but for, he was still doing it. Um, 
As he jerks off, we see bits of flesh chunks and testicle dropping down into uh, pools of blue blood. Um, by the way, to get used to that, there is going to be a lot of blue in this movie. A lot of blue, so you know what that means. Oh, Jesus. Yo, listen up. Yeah. Deal with it. It's like... You're like looking into my eyes like, yeah, bitch, you like that? I'm like, ew. Like him inside and outside. Blew his house with the blue little window. Yeah, it's blue. Yeah, yeah guess blue. what? It's blue. Yep, a lot of blue. So much blue. You're waiting for the hook, aren't you? Wait for the damn one up. Dance party. God damn it. Here we go. Dance long and home if you're listening. I'm blue. Dance, you know you want to dance. You can't resist it. You can't resist. All right. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. So, anyway. I like the fade out. Yeah. yeah. The fade out? Um, so, uh, he, he decides he needs some lube to help him finish his jerk job. And so, Floyd jams his bloody blue hand down to an open can of liquid popcorn butter. And uses that as his lube. So I worked at a movie theater. We couldn't call it butter. Yeah, because it's not butter. Do you want buttery topping? Buttery butter, topping. Buttery topping. That's, right. that's buttery how we topping. Had to tell people. It's like, yeah, you want some popcorn butter? I'm like, you want some? You mean buttery topping? And they're like, yes. Yeah, because legally it's not butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's not, not butter. butter. <laughs> it's just like chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> but goddamn, was that shit good. Oh, man, I miss working there. That was so um, much fun. So... Desi enters at this point. Floyd, Floyd hides behind some boxes. Desi grabs the open can of butter for something. He's like, oh, it's already open. She just puts, slams the lid and on there's, it. There's and blue it. There's blue blood. goo there's hanging that. on the can. She still takes it. Um, back at the concession stand, she pours the contaminated butter. Two nice. people get that joke. Uh, butter into the <laughs> butter dispenser and starts squirting the blue. Yes, the blue um, butter <laughs> um, all over the popcorn, which, again, you can clearly see is blue and something's wrong with it. But everybody seems to ignore this. But then for some reason, after the blue stuff is is poured onto the popcorn, it kind of fades, fades into away. its natural yeah. color. Um, so Desi and Ryan chit-chat some, chit-chat some more as we hear Cecil announcing the next movie. Um, at this point, Desi's asked, right? Hey, come back and see me after this next one. I want to come see. She wants to talk to him some more. Ryan walks away and sees that Desi wrote her number down on a napkin for him. He's like, yes, yes. Going to get that puss. Um, Cecil is ch- at this point chugging Jack Daniels straight from the bottle and introduces the next film. Uh, while Ryan gives his brother Miller the contaminated popcorn he wanted and goes back to his car and his pals. So now we get the second mo- mini movie called I Was a Teenage Werebear. And for answers, this one's done like an early 60s beach movie. Like uh, a very Frankie and Annette. Yes. Yeah. Uh, f- Annette, f- f- uh, Annette Fruticello, Frankie Avalon, yeah. Frankie Annette. Uh, most of you guys listening probably have no idea who the fuck those are. Unless you've seen Back to the Beach, which was a great 80s movie with P.B. Yeah. Herman in it too. And Fishbone. Yeah. Yeah, weird, Fucking right? Fishbone, <laughs> Jesus. Um, Jamaica but, Scar. Man. Yeah. Um, so and and also warning now in the past I normally did this for other movies but I did not do it this week but this segment is also a musical 
Yes. This is a musical segment. It so is. They break out into song a lot. They do. I was wondering if he snagged the clips of it. I, w- I thought about it, but I was like, this movie's so long. There's so much. I did not get the songs for this one. Yeah. I, I, I Not for this one. Because there are four, at least, if not more. Yeah. In like numbers. a condensed, like, 20-minute short. It's like four songs or something like that. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, that's my bit. Aaron takes it from here. So, we cut to a van that is a rockin', don't come a-knockin'. Inside are some super aggressive making out. We have a guy in his underwear and a gal in her bra and panties, and she is just trying to get that dick. She's a cockasidal maniac. <laughs> and he's just like, whoa, 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 slow down. We just met. We just met. She's like, don't you want to do this? Aren't you into titties? Don't you want to see my titties? And while she's saying this, oh, the door opens up, and there's a little boy standing there like, hey, look at that muff. All right. <laughs> he's like really into this. He's just like, okay. And it's like, get out of here, Jimmy. It's like his brother. Yeah, it's this guy's brother. brother. The guy's name is Ricky. And on the other the other panel door opens up and it's his dad. Yeah. And his dad's like, Oh, good for you. I'm glad you're giving my a little give putting a little Irish whiskey into my son because he wasn't he, he doesn't <laughs> seem to be into girls lately. I'm glad to see this. Ricky gets out, kind of argues with his family, saying, What you know, go away, get out of here. And after they kind of give him the business, like, yeah, you're getting late. Good for you. It's like his his dad and his little brother are, like, cheering him on yeah. for, for to get laid. Um, uh, but, 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 sorry. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. So we cut to Ricky and the girl outside the car. They have their clothes on. Um, And she's saying, you know, well, why didn't we keep going? Why didn't we? It's like, there's more to life. There's more to life than this. Um, I need to do something else. And they start, he starts walking down the beach, and that's when we cut to our first song. First song. No, song and dance called Don't Look Away. Because he keeps looking past her. He's walking on the beach, and she's she, she's trying to like get his attention. She's flashing her titties. There's a bunch of singing that goes along. It's mm-hmm. hard to keep up with. So it's basically, why aren't you paying attention to me? Why are you looking away? And he just keeps looking past her. And well, it's not as, that he's looking past her. He's as, looking at the as, surfer boys. As, as, as he's walking away, he's looking at the surfer boys, and all of a sudden he sees some bikers who are giving off a total gay vibe. Yeah. We're talking like leather daddies almost, you know, but they're younger. They're about his age. Leather otters? <laughs> leather leather twinks. Leather twinks? Yeah. I don't know the gay culture. We, we went over this a while back, and I can never remember it. we got to be very careful very, tiptoeing very, around this. we got to be very careful. <laughs> I don't think that guy's listening to this one, but yeah, apparently we got to be very careful. Uh, so as, as they're finishing up the song, they're in the high school parking lot and a truck comes tearing ass through the parking lot and smashes into the girl, just like running into her. But what it looks like he's about to hit both of them, but the biker, the gay biker pulls Ricky away and he's got the hands of the girl and pulls her into the path of the yeah. truck, smashing into her. And, like, and you actually see like her head explode, like explode, but it's not too exploded because only <laughs> they, they, they show her and there's like a good pile of brains yeah. just on the side of her face. And she's basically been knocked stupid, knocked stupid. And like, <laughs> you know, like vegetables that yeah. really like just saying dumb stuff. Pretty, pretty funny. Um, she's like, I got a boo-boo. <laughs> um, in comes a jock who's like, you hurt my, you wrecked my car. You you touched my car. <laughs> the jock gets out and starts making all kinds of homophobic gay jokes. Like, these two guys, you know, just, just, just lay, laying into Ricky and the biker. The jock leaves as the biker tells Ricky that they'll see him around. 
He takes the ga- he takes the gal that her brains just spilled out to a gypsy. <laughs> to a gypsy. <laughs> takes her to a gypsy. I love it. Not the hospital. A fucking gypsy. And she's like, I'm glad you brought her to me, and not yeah. to a doctor. I think I can work with this. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> blood is just all in her mouth, coming out of her mouth with her brain brains hanging out the side of her head. Um, the the Ricky is on the beat has a beach fantasy. Of, uh, you know, dancing with uh, the bikers. We see actually then do see the bikers walking by the beach. And the gypsy's like, oh, get away. Curse you. Curse ones. You. Get out of here. And, you know, bikers like, whatever. Um, we cut to a scene where there is a gym class being conducted on the beach, on the beach. <laughs> of wrestling. It's a wrestling gym class. Yeah, I thought Aaron would get kicked out of this one. I used to wrestle in high school. Yep. So when I saw this, I'm like. Nope. <laughs> that may be the gayest thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> and it's just it's just guys wrestling on the beach in the sand, um, just just slamming each other, really kind of ganging it up with everything. Um, we cut to uh, <laughs> so the bikers are watching this practice take place, and they decide to come over. And the coach is like, "Where have you been, there, Alex?" I guess the the biker kid, you know, "Where have you been? You're on the team." He's like, oh, "I'm going to take on him." Points at Ricky. So, you know, they've already have like a little bit of a lust going on between of them, between them, and they start to wrestle. Yep. While they're locked up, he's whispering. The biker is whispering into Ricky's ear. He's like, "Don't you know you can be more? You know you want to be more. You know you want to be something else." And he's like, no. And he slams him down and gets him. He's it, Ricky is belly down, ass up, and Biker decides to take <laughs> a bite. His hey, eyes ah. start to glow green. He grows fangs and bites him right on the ass. Right on the ass cheek. Right on the ass. <laughs> That's where it's, it's like it scares everybody off. Everyone's like the jockley or pardon me, the um. The biker leaves. He's like, you can't bite people in the ass. Don't get away from me. <laughs> Apparently, this has happened before. Good coach is like, come on, man. You can't be biting people on the ass anymore. We've talked about this. <laughs> He's well, like, I mean, I guess, you know, you know, the old tricks. Maybe it's one of those trick or trades, you know, like checking the oil and stuff like that. Yeah, the old wrestling it, is, days. it is pretty funny. And that's when we go and do song number two. Um, I didn't write down much about song number two because I don't remember much about song number two. <laughs> yeah. But I was very much – he's in the locker room. He's singing about how he's different. and Oh, how, yeah, the yeah. locker room one. He's okay. in the locker room. He's by himself. He's just He strips down to his jock where his ass is just hanging out. Yep. And he's just talking about how he's, he's he can't fight these urges anymore. I'm getting, like, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 vibes. <laughs> Big time. Uh, then we cut to the Ricky talking, to, talking it out with the coach about his urges. You know, he's like, I'm just having, I feel different. I'm having these urges. I don't know what to do about them. And his office, the coach's office is like, just like a beach. It's on the beach yep. with just some towels around it. Yep. Like like towel or blanket or like, walls. Or it's like, and a desk. it's like a trailer. Like it's like a, but it's well, all open. But it's like the, the trailer door is down. Completely and so open. Like, yeah, yeah, it's an open trailer or something like that. He's talking to the coach, and the coach goes, "Well, oh, come on, Ricky. We all have those urges. I mean, I've had those urges myself. I have to admit, I've watched you boys shower quite a few times, and I've, I've, <laughs> I want to make sure I can help you with your urges to help you calm down. And he, 
He walks around to where Ricky's sitting and puts his head right to his crotch to give him a blowjob. Yep. Coach is going to blow He's Ricky. He's going to blow Ricky. And Ricky freaks out. He's like, whoa. And he grabs his head in between his legs and squashes it like a cherry tomato. Yeah. He, he, he starts squeezing his legs around the guy's head. And his, at that point, his eyes turn green or green yellow. Green and he's growing and he's fangs. Like, and he, yeah, pops his coach's head like a green. Splash. And it put his blood everywhere. Just splatters all yeah. over Ricky. Eyeball on his shoulder. I mean, just absolutely wonderful. The bikers then approach and they help clean up the scene. They're cleaning up Ricky. They're cleaning everything up. Um, uh, let's see. The, yeah, the the biker confesses into biting Ricky and says that, you know, this is because of me. You're becoming one of us. And he's like, what am I becoming? What am I becoming? He's like, you're becoming who you've always meant to be. Um. <laughs> Jock, let's see. The jocks come along, and they get, again start giving shit to the biker and kind of shaming him. Um, and they're they're yelling at the biker and they're yelling at at Ricky, and they decide to come with you go come with us. I'm thinking he's going to shame him or something like that. Nope, it's not just shame. It's ass rape. Ass rape. So they take Ricky and the bikers to the locker room yeah. where all the jocks are holding the bikers. There's two other bikers. Along with our Dan main and biker, Dan are their yeah, names. <laughs> and Ricky, they're holding him back, and everyone is not got. Everyone's in their underwear. Yep, everyone's in their underwear, even the quote unquote straight jocks. Which, by the way, there's all these jocks, all, and then there's this this one random fat guy. Do you know who that fat guy is? No, he was the fat weird character from Bloody Bloody Bible Camp. Was he? Yes, he was okay. the fat like. I haven't like, seen him in years. I don't remember. Guy, like, that was him. Okay. I was like, holy shit, it's the guy from Bloody Bloody well, Bible Camp. That makes camp. sense. I mean, Tim Sullivan's all yeah. in this movie. So, all right. I was so happy to see that. So, the j- jock number one says, all right, I'm going to rape you, biker. It's like, I'm doing this for your own good. I do this for you, Jesus. Yeah, do this for you, Jesus. <laughs> and he covers his eyes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and starts Pounding him, ass rape ass style. Him. But as, he has eyes, his arm over his eyes, so he can't see it. <laughs> as all the jocks are chanting, plug him up, plug him up. And I'm like, holy shit, this is some weirdo gay fantasy yeah. wildness going on here. As they're chanting, plug him up. That's when <laughs> um, all of a sudden, well, okay, biker then starts to werewolf out or werebear out. Were and bear. he... His eyes turn, his fangs grow, and he just all of a sudden jumps up, and he's a completely different actor. Completely different person. (laughs) Completely different person. Big, hairy, leather-daddied out. They look like demolition. (laughs) But but with, like, like cheap werewolf makeup painted on. It's only their faces that are werewolf. Only their faces are werewolf, (laughs) but they're they're completely different actors, and they're all big, husky guys. Yes. Yeah. Everyone turns into werebears and starts kicking ass, starts killing all the jocks like slashing their faces open knocking off heads yeah. it's just absolutely pandemonium i uh okay you'll probably get to it but go ahead no go ahead i was just talking about the get the, the death of uh the main jock no go for it because i didn't write it down <laughs> okay because uh okay so all the other jocks they get killed uh you. and then the one who's actually doing the raping uh gets grabbed from behind by main werebear uh, the one he who was, he the one he was raping biker main bear yeah. biker main yeah. bear, and he's I forget what he says in the ear he's like something like oh I'm not gonna make this gentle or something like that and he kills main jock by 
thrusting his oh. red, giant red rocket through his stomach, impales him with his dick. His <laughs> werebear red rocket I dick. God about that. <laughs> God damn it. Ugh. So Ricky goes back to the gypsy, you know, and he says, oh, my God, they're werebears, and I've become a werebear. And they start talking about, you know, the curse of the werebear. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I'm not like them. I'm not like them. And, and then she goes, I think you are. And shows him a picture of, like, a muscle guy, like a like a bodybuilder, yeah. like a big muscular bodybuilder. And all of a sudden, a boner pops up. And that's when his girlfriend, who has half her brain, now pops up and goes, homo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a homo. I'm not a homo. She's just like weird, crazy. <laughs> it's so striking. It made me laugh out loud. Ricky goes back to his van, and the biker is waiting for him there with his biker buddies. He starts seducing him, and they go into song number three, where they do like a slow dance. They're loving each other. It's like, he, he goes, you can be with me. It's a whole dance, the whole song and dance routine. Yeah. Love has bit me on the ass is the name of the song. <laughs> and that was actually pretty fucking funny. It is. I, mean, I laughed at a couple times during this they're song. They're all it, pretty funny, and I yeah. feel bad because I didn't write down the lyrics. I was just, I was like, like I said, I'm pausing it every two minutes to write something down. No, this song made me laugh. I, just, I had a couple of chuckles in this, and this one was a good one. Yeah. Um. So Ricky is, he he becomes a werebear too. He, he, during the dance, he, he accepts who he is and his teeth come and he turns into a completely different character also. This mm-hmm. big, must, this big beefy werebear character. And the biker's like, all right, you're one of us. I'm going to tell you, we're going to go ahead. We're going to kill everyone at the big dance tonight. We're going to take our revenge. There's a big dance tonight and we're going to go and we're going to feast. The, the, the beach party dance. Yeah, the, the beach, beach party dance. Jamboree. And Ricky is not on board. He's like, no, we can't do that. This, that's not right. And the werebear is like, well, I'm sorry you don't feel that way. Like, that's gets, not how we gain acceptance. Like, yeah. You can't kill everybody. And, he, and so the werebear is like, I'm sorry you feel that way, and knocks Ricky out, punches him, knocks him out cold. We cut to the big dance, and on stage, I swear to God, is that Donny Osmond? It sure <laughs> looks like Donny Osmond. If it's not actually Donny Osmond, it sure it's doesn't not. look like it's, him. It wasn't him. So the the one of the bands just fit, the Donny Osmond lookalike band finishes up, and out comes the bikers onto stage, and they decide to play song number four as the crowd dances in unison like a total like step by step routine. Yeah. And they're talking about werebears during this song. Um, during this song, Ricky goes to the gypsy and said and, and says, "You know what you need to do." <clears throat> He says, yeah, and I guess what he needs to do is go jerk off to a porno <laughs> of Ron Jeremy dressed as a leather daddy. Yep, Ron Jeremy makes appearance number two now. So Ricky is off beating off to become a werebear mm-hmm. to fight the other werebear. So yep. as he comes, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he becomes a werebear. Yeah. And on stage, all the guy, the bikers have now turned into werebears. Mm-hmm. And they're still singing and dancing. They're still singing and dancing. Play and, their instruments. Yeah. And, and yeah, then all of a sudden the werebears are on the attack. They att- they jump into the crowd and start f- fighting them. One guy flashes a bra. Like, he's just sitting in a shirt. He lifts up his shirt and he has a bra. The werebear goes, ah, <laughs> but then just slaps his head off. <laughs> but there's so much shit like that that happens. Yeah. It's hard to keep up with. That one just, I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I just want to make a comment, though. The, the main werebear, when he's in werebear form, you might not get this, and I get it, but to me, every time they kept showing his face and when he's talking to werebear form, I don't know why, but 
but I kept thinking, that guy looks like DDP. <laughs> I can kind of see that. Did you see like, if you put this, I'm like, is that DDP in makeup without the blonde hair? That would be hilarious. That would be It looks like DDP to me. <laughs> like DDP bondage or something like that. So know. the werebears are on the attack. Ricky's fighting with the main biker. They're in a they're in a struggle back and forth. The gypsy's fighting off the werebears and kills the two werebears with like a shovel or a pipe. She tosses the pipe to um to Ricky on stage, who then goes to kill the biker werebear by turning him around and stabbing him into the ass over and over and over yeah, again into like his a, ass. Instead of a silver bowl, you have to have it's, a silver silver uh, silver pipe, be, silver you have dildo. You up the ass with something silver. <laughs> Good lord. He turns back into the humor, dies and the ties turns back into human, the biker dies in Ricky's arm. And that's basically all I have written down because yeah. Jesus Christ, it was such a crazy ending. So much shit's happening. Ricky's fighting with the biker who he finds he's he kind of in love with. He kills him with a dildo, silver dildo to the yeah, ass. Silver dildo, something like that. Yeah. Ah. Um. That's the end. The one thing that I do remember, something vague like this, was when uh, this is when the girlfriend pops up and says "homo." That scene when he's talking, when Ricky's talking to the Gypsy, she's explaining the curse or something like that. And at one point, I swear she says something like along the lines of, uh, "One way to break the curse is." Uh, by shaving their balls or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like you have to shave their balls to break the curse. And if that's the case, we know how to help you break the curse. All you got to go do is go over to manscaped.com and get yourself a lawnmower 4.0 generation. And uh, you can shave those balls real clean. And that will keep from ever. Use, use the promo code Moongoon. Moongoon. Get 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped lawnmower will keep you from turning into a werebear. Guaranteed. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. There we go. All right. <laughs> um, so that ends. We go back to the drive and we rejoin our ma- our main three person crew. This time, Toby decides to get out to go talk to Cecil before the next movie. He's like, oh, I'm going to see my old boss say goodbye. It was last night. Yeah, I mean so, that's that's cool. And Ryan's like, Hey, hey, bring Desi back here if you can. On your, you know, he's like, but uh, he's like, Okay, but then just a fart joke. Toby just farts this entire way as he walks through the parking lot. He's just farting. Yeah, what's what, like? I thought he was gonna have the shits or something. Yeah, and, and they never they, followed they, up on it. Yeah, you know? yeah, I thought that was so too. So we go back to the married couple. The mom is breastfeeding her baby. Uh, the mom's pretty fucking hot too. Yeah, she can. Nice the titties. women in this movie are really cute. It's, this is a great looking female cast. Uh, and she's got some giant beautiful uh, looking tits on her, but. Uh, and uh, the dad says he's going to go out and get some more popcorn for them, and he leaves. He jumped to Cecil in his office, looking at the picture of his dead wife. Toby barges in, startling Cecil, who spins around his chair with his gun pointed at Toby. Like, what the fuck? You almost scared me. You can't do that. I'm an old man. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cecil gives him some shit for not knocking, and then gets back on the intercom and addresses uh, the new movie, uh, introducing the third movie, called the diary of on frankenstein oh my god now this movie is gonna be hard to really talk about because it's done in german it's black and white it's all in german or i should say german-esque fake faux german because it's like just some, bunch, of, some of it is German. Some, some of it's some German. Of it isn't. Some of it's gibberish others are made up words others are actual words that is thrown in there that sound kind of german-esque and it's all subtitled um but 
this might be one of my favorite of all of those. And this one was I found this hilarious. Dude, um, I, I <laughs> Dude, my PC mind started going, How dare they? You know, just like but I'm like, calm the fuck down, Aaron. It's a fucking joke. I bet you anything the majority of people involved in this are Jewish. And yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah, you know what? Most of them are. But I'm like, oh Anne Frank, come yeah. on. That one that one like I've I've been to Amsterdam. I've went to Anne Frank's. Like I saw the house that she hid in. For some reason, that really hits home with me. I'm like, oh man, and then I'm like, oh no, <laughs> the Diary of Anne Frankenstein. I'm gonna, I'm just like, fuck it. It's in the name of comedy. Just go with it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but but the Holocaust is no laughing matter. No, it's not. Anne Frank is no laughing matter. She was a hero. She was a brave person. Blah 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 blah. Okay, that's not by the way. Now let's get to the Diary of Anne Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> We cut to basically it looks like a honeymooners type of environment. It's like it's it's black and white, and they're sitting inside kind of a like I don't know if you ever saw the honeymooners or not. Yeah. But, but he, in comes the husband, like wow, like he's out for a stroll or something, yeah. which didn't happen. But he comes in, he's like, oh, how's everyone doing today? And he's bitching about something. I don't remember exactly what he was bitching about, but he was bitching, and everyone's complaining, like saying, "Keep it down, keep it down." You know, you're you're. We don't want the Hall of Germany to know we're here. He's like, no one's ever going to know we're here. And as soon as he says that, down the the Nazis kick the door down, and they all come leaping well, out. Okay, let's you, – You might need to help me with I this. Will. Okay, before that, yes, that is part of it. That's, but we see sitting at this little wooden oh, table. yes. And Frank is going through some diary or journal with a yes, bunch of drawings. Yes, yes. And – He's like, oh, don't you, you know? And they explain, he's like, that's that's the big family legacy. You can't just it. And they explain, like, that's why they had to change their name from Frankenstein to Frank. Uh, and so they're both he's experimenting of Dr. with Dr. Frankenstein with the resurrection of life and all that stuff. And, and uh, then they go, then the Nazis, then the Nazis break through the wall, break through the wall, like the Kool Aid men, and come in. And three or four of them all jump in with guns drawn. And then comes Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> Tall, skinny Hitler. Yep. And he can't get in quite well. He has to, like, back in. He can't yeah. step in. There's so many gags it's, in this, this one. Is so much, so many visual gags. And, and again, a lot of vocal audio gags, too. But because it's subtitle, it, we can't cover them all. But I don't, I'm going to say this is my favorite skit. This one had me cracking up. I love this one. So Hitler's like, ah, there it is. <laughs> the dad's holding. He's like, what? He, is, he puts it behind his back. <laughs> And he goes, show me your right hand. He goes, show me that hand that you just put behind, behind your, your back. back. And he pulls it out. There's nothing in it. And he goes, show me the other hand. He puts his hand behind his back and pulls the other one with nothing in it. And Hitler reigns over to one of the Nazis. He goes, how'd he do that? Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, he's just switching hands behind his back. He's like, oh, oh you think you fooled Hitler? <laughs> and they, they get their hands on the book. And yeah. Hitler says, like, I have to have it. I will create life. And then he just shoots. No, no. Well, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. Because man. he's like, he's like, hey, he's like, can't over the book, and I won't hurt you. I, you know, he's like, oh, yeah. and he's like, that's like, well, you're Hitler. How can I believe you? He's like, hey, come on, hand me the book. I won't hurt you. He's like, pinky swear. So pinky swear. Pinky swear. <laughs> so the dad and Hitler pinky swear that Hitler will not kill them once he hands over the book. And he's laughing and laughing and <laughs> everybody's laughing. laughing it up, and the family's laughing. And then Hitler gets the book and just shoots them all. Just shoots them all. And even shoots one of his own people. Yeah. He shoots one of his own Nazis. And they're like, all right, let's go. 
and they dip out. Yeah. yeah. Help me with this, please, as much as possible. All right. I, I didn't write anything down because <laughs> when you, you texted to me, like, what we're doing, you go, this one's all in fake German. You don't even have to take notes on it. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, as I'm like halfway. I said you take lesser notes because you're going to. As I'm to- watching, I'm just like, I should have been taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we get, basically, we go to Hitler's office. Yeah. And. He's going through the book and he's like, aha, I figured it out. I can, I can do this. And in comes Ava Braun. Sexified Ava Braun in a skin tight Nazi dress, tits hanging out, looking like a smoke show. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. She's Nazis were evil people, but they were great dressers, <laughs> Schna- snazzy dressers. And she's looking that for line is looking fire. Yes. Um, she's coming in. She's rubbing on Hitler and. He's like, ah, I get it. And there's some joke about how he can't even finish a puzzle. It goes over. There's a puppy puzzle. It's undone. <laughs> He's like, my puppies. Because he was, it's like, you, she was saying, don't get obsessed with so many things. It's like, if you can't, if you can't do this, don't get obsessed with it. Remember what, remember what was going on with your puzzle? Maybe, oh, and he looks over the puzzle, and it's an unfinished puzzle of like a pretty of simple puppies. Of puppies. puppies. And he's like, oh, there's a puppies. The and he's like, starts going towards it. He's like putting on his gloves and do the puzzle. She's like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah. Directs him away. Um. So eventually, yeah, he gets to the point where he like sends out his Nazis to start bringing in uh, body parts, body parts in a wheelbarrow. And there's just arms and legs and heads, and they're talking. And he's like, ah, this is it. This will be where. And Ava's like, oh, but that one's kind of cute. And he gets mad. He's like, how dare you bring me cute body parts? What am I going to do with cute body parts? I need scary body parts. Get out of here. And the grave digger, the whole time he's ranting, the grave digger is like making eyes and flirting with uh, uh, Ava Braun. Ava Braun, thank you. And Ava Braun's like shaking her tits at him and like kissing him and like rubbing her hands over tits behind Hitler's back. And, um, uh, <laughs> so there's jokes going on here, and eventually they leave, and Hitler starts making his monster. He's a we cut to he's, I love the part though. There's a it's a visual gag where he's in his office, um, no, um, with the uh, with like a lab coat on. He takes the lab coat off, hangs on, goes through a door to enter the lab, and he's uh, uh, now no, he's wearing a lab coat. He goes in the door. The lab coat's gone. It just disappears when he walks in the door, and then he puts on another lab coat. <laughs> I mean, this is obviously done intentionally, but it's a fun gag. And he starts making the Frankenstein monster. Yeah, yeah. And there's more jokes, more a bunch of jokes going on. Yeah, and- there was there was one about how Aver like there's two Nazis that are there like as, as guards, and Aver Braun's making out with. Uh, hot and heavy with Hitler. They're getting real hot and yeah. heavy. And one of the guards is watching. He's like, are you watching Ava? Are you watching Are her? you looking at my are wife's at tits? Wife's t- yeah, you're looking at my wife's tits. He's like, no, no. no. He's like, he doesn't know what to do. like, what? You don't think my wife's hot? Are you, you gay? <laughs> <laughs> what, are you gay? And he's like, and he's like, ha, ha, ha. Got you. <laughs> um, so, uh, and there's like, there's some of the words, like if you're, again, some of it's real German. Uh, like Christina Klebb, uh, Ava Braun, she's speaking real German. Because she can, she's fluent in German. She's yeah. speaking real German. But Hitler is speaking just gibberish German. And every now and then throws in words that sound like German. Farfanugan burrito. Farfanug- but like, at one point he's like, Shankshishanya Boba Fett. Yes. Salacious crumb. And stuff like that. Salacious crumb. Boba Fett. Yes. There's other words that you you pick out and they're like, did he just really throw that in there? Like it's funny to me. I found it hilarious. Um, at one point he even does the, um. God, what was that sitcom? Um, women, uh, Laverne and Shirley theme song. Office <laughs> Incorporated! Or something. Shamil Shamil! That's right. That's he, right. He, he throws that in there, um, which is funny. Um, so anyway, he builds uh, the monster. 
and he comes to life, and instead of a Frankenstein's monster, it's a giant Orthodox Jew, like rabbi almost. Rabbi. Like, yeah, I think it's, he's the one with yeah. the curly. It's a, it's a more than Orthodox Jew. Yeah, yeah, and he's got like the scarf hanging down. And he's got these giant Popeye forearms, and he's in a, a rabbi, basically suit, black suit with like the the hat. Yes. Um, and this is Kane Hodder. This is Kane Hodder in makeup, <laughs> and uh, and they're like, what? He was like, what are you gonna name? He's like, he's so cute. Like he's like, he's like your little puppy. He's like, he's my Meshugana. 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 <laughs> so they call him Meshugana. And so now we get this montage of Hitler training Meshugana. He's like step and walk and he's teaching him this stuff and we see this montage of this and then he's like time to you know kick it up he's like kill and he, he calls him one of his nazi guys he's like, yeah now you stand there well it's funny they're like kill it's like aren't you then ava's like aren't you going a little extreme i mean you just like it's like no 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 he's really good look he he solved my poland invasion problem yeah he, he finished <laughs> he finished my puzzle yeah. <laughs> He saved us two hundred dollars on our, our taxes. taxes. <laughs> and I love they pan over to him. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like shrugging his shoulders, like, yeah, no problem. Jewenstein, basically, <laughs> Jewenstein here. Uh, so he calls the Nazi girl, like, you stand there, and he's like, Meshugana, kill, and he won't kill. He's like, he's doing all this stuff. He's it, it drags. He's like, kill her, ha, kill, 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 and eventually he does snap. Meshugana snaps, kills the Nazis. Kills, starts wiping out everybody. Uh, Nazis running with their guns, shoot him, doesn't do anything. He's killing him left and right. Um, I think <laughs> the like, whole time Ava Braun and Hitler are screaming because they're like, ah, ah, uh, just killing everyone. He, he shoves, he kills one guy with a menorah. That's yeah. how he brings him to life because Hitler, I forgot that Hitler is doing some ancient chant while lighting a menorah in a very specific order. And when he lights the last candle, Meshuggah comes to life. And, uh, then one, of the, he kills one Nazi by throwing a dreidel. A, a dreidel down his throat, which he chokes on. And this is the gag where the Nazi takes like forever to die—at least a minute, a oh, if minute. not more. He's just like, ah, ah, and, ah. And Eber Braun and Hitler are screaming yeah, like, as ah. as Meshuggah is going, oh, but it keeps going and keep going. going, and, and they're, they're like they're like looking at their watch, you and know? Just, their screams are going, ah, 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 as this ah. guy is just choking and choking and choking. <laughs> yeah. Um, and eventually, uh, Meshuggah turns on Hitler and Ava Braun. I f- forget how he kills them, but I think he snaps their neck or pops their head off. Or I think he rips off Hitler's head. No, I think. so I, I don't exactly remember what happens to Ava Braun. I don't remember, but I I think oh he. He shoves Ava Braun out the door, and he goes, whoopsie, and he shoves her into, the, like, Meshuggah's arms, and Meshuggah kills uh, Ava Braun. Yeah, that's right. He push- Hitler pushes Ava into goes, the Hitler goes, whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And Hitler runs back into his office, locks the door. Meshuggah yes. can't get through the I door, and he walks around. <laughs> so he walk because it's a set. It's one wall with the biggest. So he, he walks, walks around, around to the side the of the set, and Hitler's like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> he, he's grabbing him. He's fighting with him. They crash through a wall, Which and is- they're back into yeah. Anne, Anne Frank's, Frank's attic. <laughs> He rips Hitler's arm off. That's right. And starts beating him over the head over and over and over and over. That's right. And then once Hitler's dead, uh, ne- was it he- Hava Naginlup starts no, playing? Hava starts playing. And, and Meshuggah, or Jewenstein, just starts dancing. Doing like a traditional jig Jewish or something. Dance, <laughs> Hava Naginlup, or whatever it is. And uh, that's, that's it. That's it. Uh, well, <laughs> but uh, I... 
that, like I said, that's my favorite one. I love that one. I thought that was hilarious and really well done. Uh, Joel Moore, wherever David Moore, did a great job as the comical spoof Hitler. Um, it's really, I thought that was really funny, and we can't do it just because there's so much of the gags again are in the are in the fake. It's all German subtitled. It's all with funny, goofy, like some of it's real German, some of it's goofy words that you got to write down too. So it's like all this. But, it's so much yeah. happening. But the 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 comical like. Pseudo German words are dropping in, like I said, Boba Fetchinacious Crumb and some of these other ones. The catching, trying to catch all those is fun. And then there's the gag of like, he's just like saying, like, you know, like, like, how people like, Lyman would be like, thank you, two words. But then the, he's actually like, I should drive my car. It's like this long, drawn thing for like, thank you. And yeah. it, it, so there's gags like that. So anyway, uh, that's on Frankenstein. Once it's over, we go back to the drive in where we see the ticket taker. Wandered around eating the tainted popcorn and looking very ill and deathly. Uh, we jump to Miller in his car, now getting a blowjob from Laura. While he's getting sucked off, he starts eating his popcorn too, which rather quickly turns him into a zombie. I this did. is like the fastest zombie turn I've ever seen. I did like this because as he's like... He's like, oh, the popcorn. He's like, he's getting a bludgeon. He's like, oh, it's good. That's good. But he starts eating the popcorn. He's like, oh, this is great. Oh, my God. It's delicious. And she goes, are you getting into this or the popcorn? Yeah. And he goes, both, baby. This is one of my fantasies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking like you getting off of my mouth or the popcorn or something like that? Yeah. I mean, um, you know what? Eating in like a sandwich and getting a bludgeon at the same time it sounds pretty <laughs> fucking wonderful. I want an Italian sub, getting a Hummer. Sounds nice. Yeah. Um, Drinking a beer. So... Anyway, Miller turns into a zombie, and he ends up busting his zombie nut all up in her mouth. Um, she sits up, pukes out this blue zombie wad, and then he just fucking snaps her neck like a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah! Killing her. But he's not done with her yet. Nope. Because next, he lifts up her head, bites her left eye out. So I don't know how you would do that, but somehow he bites out her eye and has it in his mouth and then decides to skull fuck her. Soft, wet eye hole. He goes, more head. <laughs> more head. <laughs> and fucks her eye hole. Um, Yikes. Yeah. So <laughs> with that, uh, next we get a montage now of all the various people scarfing down the contaminated popcorn and turning into blue, where is it at? Oh, blue tainted, uh, tinted zombies. Uh, one of the many zombies winding around the drive and slams his blue bloody hand into one of Ryan's car windows. Seeing the blue blood, Mayna, Mayna, whatever, gets all excited. Like, oh, they got blue Slurpees now or something <laughs> like that. Slushies. Uh, so Mayna decides to go track down Toby so she can talk to him. Ryan and her exchange some Star Wars banter before she leaves, and then he calls himself the final girl. Now, from here on out, half the dialogue is all just movie quotes from other movies. Like, it's yes. so much movie references. So much, and I kind of loved it, though. Yeah. Because after a while, it gets so ridiculous. Yeah, it gets over the top. So Cecil now, up and out, he grabs the intercom mic to announce the next movie. As he talks, As he's talking on the mic, we see Floyd shamble into the office behind him. Uh, Mina finds Toby. He tells her that there's something that he's got to get off his chest, but before he can't say anything more, she just kisses him. Aww. They make out a bit as the next and final movie starts. This one called Death Um, 
play on words for defecation, uh, which starts with a warning from the director Fernando Fagabifi. Um, and I'm I'm getting totally Faces of Death vibes. Yeah, you remember yes. when you watched Faces of Death and they had like a a, a guy in an office talking about. This is shocking video. It's always good to study the macabre and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, he's like, it's like war, prefacing. Like how, what you're about to witness is so depraved, so bad that you'll be scarred. Like, this is war. We cannot be held responsible. And he's like in an office yeah. and talking about it. And that's that's kind of what I was getting here with yeah. this uh, Fernando Fagabifi. Fernando Fagabifi. Where this is. All right. So, yeah, he's, he talks about how depraved and scary his movie is. And it's not for the faint of heart. He even shows a diagram of how this movie uh well, How this movie's sheer depravity will cause everyone that watches it to shit copious amounts of shit. Uh, once the movie starts, basically at this point, so, it's just so, a, wait, <laughs> you want so to, if <laughs> if you shit a lot or if you have a giant asshole, we ask that you leave. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you ask if you leave. If you have a giant asshole. Um. So the movie starts, and this movie it's just back to back to back poop and shit gags. And jokes. It's pretty much impossible to describe. It's they have, just they start off with like two like 60s, 70s dancers. Yeah, like it's the old go-go like, dancers. The go-go like, dancers, uh, you know, where they usually have like body paint, paint yeah. but it's shit. It's shit. And they're yeah. smeared all over. They're naked, dancing around. I'm like, titties. And then there's like yeah. the Bob Ross wannabe who's painting with shit. They got a guy doing squats, and every time he squats down, he's he shitting. Shit. There's he's a like, fat woman in a red dress squatting and shitting. There's... Uh, Some uh, guy was, the, my favorite is, is the exorcist scene where a priest pulls out a shit crucifix from his ass and says the power of shit compels you. The power of shit compels you. And I'm just you. like, what are we doing? And that's all. It's just it's just edit, edit, shot after shot of stuff shit like gag, that. Shit gag, shit gag, shit gag, shit gag. Shit gag. But this only runs for like two to four minutes of this. That's because we cut to the projection booth where we see Cecil getting attacked by Floyd who is trying to ass fuck Cecil. Toby and uh, Mina walk uh, walk in on this. Cecil fights off Floyd, grabs his six-shooter, shoots Floyd in his stomach, dropping him. Mina and Toby notice the blue blood, and somehow from that figure out that Floyd was a zombie. Because I don't know why. <laughs> like He's got blue blood. Oh, he's a zombie. Oh, well, they're what? zombie fans. I mean, they're horror freaks. I might, I've never seen zombies with blue blood. Like I said, my first guess <laughs> would be he's a Vulcan, but whatever. Um... Floyd stands back up. Toby stands up behind Toby, grabs him. Floyd slams Toby into the projector, which causes the shit movie to stop playing on screen. So that's it gets cut off. Toby struggles to fight off Floyd, who's at this point not just trying to bite Toby, but also trying to make out with him as well. <laughs> um, Mina goes over to the goes over to him, points the gun in Floyd's face. Floyd sees this and is like, ooh, wraps his lips around the gun and starts to suck on the barrel like it was a dick. Mina pulls the trigger. Red blood explodes out the back of Floyd's skull. Still alive, so now Floyd seems to be even more turned on and aroused by this now because he's like, ooh, ooh, which is very confusing not to turn but so far all we've seen the zombies have blue blood and blue goo, but when she shot him, red blood came out of his, it's like, what? Whatever. Um, this movie, it might be intentionally, like, can, sure. who knows? The, that weird uh, continuity thing there. Anyway, as Floyd drops dead. No, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, he's still, no, he's still turned on. He's turned on mm. looking at the gun. So Mina then aims at his crotch, pulls the trigger, blows off whatever was left of his junk, and a blast of red blood, which kills Floyd this time. 
So, like I said, I'm confused because they go back and forth between blue blood and the red blood, and it's confusing. As Floyd drops dead, Toby s- says, Wolfman has nards. So, <laughs> there's a nice, again, like I said, half the dollar is just movie quotes from yeah, here on out. Uh, so, I already talked about that. She says, I know where a man's yeah, head is. Yeah, Cecil's like, how do you know where the sweet spot was? And referring to her knowing to shoot Floyd in the junk. And she replies, come on, I'm a girl. I know where guys' heads are. Womp, womp, womp. The two she, of them, she ain't wrong. At this point, Toby and Mina exchange Star Wars lines, like, uh, you know, some, some. And he's like, I love you, I know. And then there's yeah, some the other. Han Solo. Han Solo. And then there's uh, mm. another one. And they exchange some Star Wars shit. Cecil says he wants to know what the hell is going on. We cut back to the drive-in lot where all hell is fucking breaking loose at this point. Zombies are running all over the place. And these, as you probably figured out by now, are not your normal zombies. These are super horny, sexed-up zombies. Yep. So we see topless uh, chick zombies running around, leaping onto cars and barfing up blue spit and vomit. Rubbing their titties in it. Dude zombies running around, jerking off, just running and jerking off at the same time as they scurry about. We got dicks out. Yeah, yeah, full dicks out. The shit is bananas. It's bonkers. It's like those scenes from Poultry Guys and The Wishmaster. Where there's just so much yeah. going on, you can't keep up you with can't, it. I can't describe all of it. I try to get as much as I could. Um, there's zombies killing and humping people. A chick zombie is masturbating with a severed arm, while another naked chick is using a severed head to give herself cunnilingus. <laughs> Two male zombies are gold, golden-gating a corpse, while one is fucking the corpse up the ass, the other is fucking its head. While they do so, they end up ripping the body in, in half, half and just continue fucking their respective half of the body. There's just sex and slaughter going on everywhere. Um, one guy, one normal guy, he turns around and takes a face full of blue zombie jizz right to the eyes. Um, then we see Ryan hiding in his car as all this goes on, trying to stay out of sight. He's thinking about just driving away. He's like, I, I, I can just drive away and go. But then he pulls out the napkin with Desi's number on it, and he has a change of heart, and he decides he has to go and save her. We cut to the married couple in their car, but now both have turned into horny zombies. Oh, no. The mom pulls her shirt down to show off her giant zombie tits, which are beautiful looking, but sadly the bra is still there. Ooh. Still great looking tits. Uh, the dad starts fondling her tits, like m- aggressively manhandling. Squeeze them so hard. Oh, she pulls out his zombie dick, which we see all of in yep. his full dick glory. Like I said, he squeezes her tits so fucking hard that a giant blast of blue zombie breast milk <laughs> blasts him in the, the face. face. I mean, to full facial. Full Just facial. <laughs> and he's like, loving. He's like, oh. <laughs> she then, for some reason, rips off his zombie dick. And again, we see this in full close Just up glory. Rips the dick off. And she's about to put the dick in her mouth when they hear the baby in the back seat cooing. They both stop, turn to look at the baby, and start mo- like leaning in towards it. We cut away. We cut back to Ryan, who grabs a tire iron, gives himself a pep talk, then charges out of his car to go save Desi. He fights his way to concession stand, taking out his zombie brother along the way. Kills Miller. Or at least knocks him over something. We jump to Desi, hiding behind the concession stand. A, um, a, z- a zombie shambles up behind the counter with his pants down around his ankles, turns to face Desi, starts jerking off in front of her, dripping all sorts of blue jizz and whatnot. 
down his, into his pants or just on the floor right in front of her. Ryan runs and bashes that zombie upside his head with the tire iron, dropping it. He tries to take Desi back to the car, but the way is blocked. Desi's like, okay, uh, family, follow me. And they run for a janitor slash storage closet, which they barricade themselves into. Though as they run, we see that some of the blue zombie jizz has got on, got, fell onto Desi's foot. Inside, Desi, who has her back to Ryan, suddenly gets all horned up and horny for Ryan. And we see that she's turned into a zombie, um, which she's not quite full not on quite, zombie, but, she, but she's, she's, got, she's turning. Yeah. And so apparently this is, again, I've never seen this, but apparently you just turn into a sex zombie by just getting, the, on, getting jizz on you. On, or like, like, yeah, just this, having this blue stuff on not you. Not blood, not bit, not infected. It just, it drips on your skin and you're turning into a sex zombie. Don't like that. That was basically me in college. I a sex zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all Medi-Cal. You're just a sex zombie. You're just wandering through looking for things to fuck. Yes. And you're just, that's all you care about. Um, anyway, Desi's like, Telling him like how badly she wants him. Um, oh, yes, by the way, these zombies can talk too. By the way, I haven't said that, but they 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 can talk. Um, she's like she's all horny. she's like uh, she's like uh, like I want you to be inside me forever and all this shit. Um, uh, uh we're, I'm I'm getting uh, Ryan, uh, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. He's like he's like yeah, it sounds great, but let's you know yeah. This, she, is, this is this is one of those no time for love, Doctor Jones yes. kind of moments. Uh, she turns around, face him, and she can see he can clearly see that she's changed. Now she's a zombie. She's begging for him, like I want you inside me forever. Desi starts making out with Ryan, who at this point just says fuck it and goes <laughs> along with it. Starts making out with zombie Desi, who then. Bites into his neck and rips a chunk of his neck out. But he seems to be into teeth. it. And he's, yeah, he's like, and I'm like, fuck, I was like, you say, like, fuck this shit, dude. No pussies were dying for you. Don't like, she's <laughs> right. a zombie. I'm just going to go ahead and make out this zombie and let her kill me. Fuck that. So we cut back to the office projection booth with Cecil, Toby, and Mina. We find that the phones are now dead they, uh, and they can't call for help. So Cecil gives them both a six-shot revolver and tells them to get back to their car and drive the hell out of here. Go get the cops or the goddamn National Guard. Just go get help. Toby and Mina leave the booth. Cecil goes back to talking to this Orson Welles poster, uh, which he's been doing all day, then rips the poster off the wall to reveal a hidden fucking armory. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This fucker's got an arsenal big enough to outfit a small militia, and all he gave Toby and Mike right? were two dinky fucking six-shot revolvers? I know! I mean, there's, there's fucking shotguns, Tech 9s, there's an MP5 and grenades in this thing, and he gives these kids two snub-nosed revolvers. <laughs> Fuck that shit, man! <laughs> Fuck him! That was kind of shitty, yeah. Um, anyway, Toby and Mina try to sneak their way back to the car, but they run into zombie Ryan. Uh, Mina instantly starts rubbing his crotch, getting zombie Ryan all turned on and distracted. She reaches her hand into his pocket to pull out his car keys, then shoots zombie Ryan in the dick, killing him. Uh, which I do feel, I do, because at that point, uh, Toby's like, what the hell, Mina? Why are you, why are you rubbing his dick? She takes the keys out, tosses it to Toby, says, here, feel special. <laughs> like, I, was like, I was like, that's funny. Um. So, uh, the two of them now make a break for the car. They sexed up a horny zombie horde. Uh, they, 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 they take a few of them um, out as they move through. They're taking a few of them out. But eventually, they get surrounded. They run out boats. They get surrounded. Toby's like, okay, you have one bolt left. Let's put our heads together. You shoot. One bolt will take out both of us. We shoot right. through a head. And he's like, what the fuck? 
Parker, what are you talking about? Like, that's the best idea I come up with. Like, I don't know. We're about to die. So, thinking that this is the end, they start to kiss and make out as the zombies circle them. Right as Toby is about to get grabbed, BAM! Shotgun blast, zombie head explodes. They look back and see Cecil, armed to the teeth, standing on top of a car. Bandoliers on. Bandoliers, yeah. yeah. Cecil orders them to get to their car while he lures the zombies away. He then takes off running and screaming, attracting the horde. Toby and Mina make it to their car, get inside while Cecil gives his heroic last stand. I fucking love this part because as he's shooting him, yeah. he's just saying all these great yippee kaye, motherfucker. Yes, every classic movie line. Every time yeah. he kills them, he's spouting off a classic movie line. This is Sparta. Yeah, my favorite one is uh, Goonies Never Say Die. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones. However, the horde does overwhelm him. And he gets grabbed, but before he gets pulled down and dies, as again, he pulls out the grenade, lifts it up in the air, yells out, Rosebud! Flicks the pin, the grenade explodes, taking out Cecil and a large chunk of horny zombies. We go back to Toby and Mina. Toby tries to start the car, but of course the car won't start now for some reason, even though they just drove it to the drive-in theater. And they even had, what's his name, talking about, you know, how he's keeping the car in great shape and all yeah. that stuff because he was going to take uh, his girl for a ride. So, again, I think that's a little wink-wink yeah. to the, the from the rise of the horde drive. The car never starts. Um, so, now out of bullets, they and, uh, and they're out of bullets now and gone are any ideas of them getting out of this alive. Uh, they confess the love for each other. Mina decides if they're going to go out uh, and if this is their last night on Earth together, they're not. Gonna, she's not going to let Toby die a virgin. Let's go out. And that they're going to give the zombies one hell of a show. So they start making out and undressing as the zombie horde piles on top of the car, um, and the car's shaking. They're they're you know going to have sex in the car, and the words "the end" pop up on the screen as the zombies just pile on top of the car. The camera zooms out to reveal that this movie has been playing in a movie in a movie theater the whole time. So we've been movie inceptioned again. We've had movies within a movie within a movie. Um, the crowd all cheer as yeah. the screen fades to black. Sitting in the audience are Adam Green, Adam Rifkin, Joe Lynch, and Tim Sullivan, who are watching the movie. After it ends, they banter and uh, bicker a bit. Rifkin says, it was, fuck, it was fantastic and fuck Hollywood. Lynch disagrees. Sullivan says, eh. Not enough tits, which is hilarious because this movie is nothing but, but tits. tits. Um, and Green says it was kind of bittersweet, like the ending of E.T. Lynch replies saying, why does everything have to be E.T. with you? Come on, let's go. And then Sullivan says, E.T. was gay. As they all <laughs> get up to start to leave. Adam Green responds saying, E.T.'s a plant. How can he be gay? He's a plant. Can you be gay if you're a plant? And we cut to the outside of the theater as the moviegoers all exit. And if you look closely, the first few ones that come out of the theater were uh, actors within the movies. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, the blonde bike werebear guy. He's like the first one out of the theater, the guy who played the gay biker. And then some of the other werebears and uh, Ricky was there. And I, they, so some of the actors are, were coming out. Um, and uh, where were we? Uh, the camera pulls back and we see the marquee that reads, One Night Only, Chillerama. And then a zombie covered in blue goo pops down into view from the top of the screen. Cut the black and the ending title card roll credits. Um, now, during the credits, we get lots of scenes, outtakes, and extras from the various shorts. My favorite, I don't know if you watched this or not. My favorite was the cutout musical number from On Frankenstein. Oh, the yeah. Where Hitler had a song 
Where, and they, they cut it out of that part, but they put it in He's here. He's like, I'm not so mean. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I'm not it's, such it, a bad guy. It's called, I don't want to rule the world. And it's hilarious. He's like, I'm not that bad guy. I'm really not mean. I'm just lonely. I just want a friend. And we found out that's why he was making Jew and Stein was to be a friend. So, and uh, it's just, it's fucking, he sings about how he has this beautiful wife that says he, she loves him, but all she does is fuck, fuck everyone, everyone else she in sees. Town. Yeah. And he just really wants a friend at the end. Um, it's really pretty, it's pretty fucking good. It, it, it made me laugh. Um, but that, that's Chillerama. We, we finally got through it. Hallelujah. I, this is a hard one to get through. It was a hard one to get through. There's so much stuff going I on. I feel bad. It's like, I'm like, I, I, I we left a lot out. I know, but there's so much. Yeah. There's so, so much. much. And if you talk about every single gag, you're and just, all the kills, especially the zombie where people are dying left and right, you can't cover it all. All the quotes, all the movie lines and everything. Like we're, it's going to take us six hours just yeah. to do like a two-hour movie just to get all that information out. And then us just reading it to you, just watch the fucking movie. Yeah, it's, you know? it's really one of those that just need to be watched. Um, but anyway, let's bring, that brings us to Favorite Kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. So many. So many kills. And not even just the, I mean, just there's there's the rapid fire kills of the zombie who are at the end, and there's all the kills within the movies within the movie. Yeah. There's so much in here. I mean, there's the poodle skill girl getting her head bit off by a giant sperm. I mean, there's a lot. There's the werebear dick red rocket impaling a guy through the chest or stomach. There's a lot here to uh, go through. Yeah, so, there's Hitler getting beat to death with his own arm. arm. <laughs> so what what do you got, Aaron? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Um, it's it's tough. It's tough because it's part of me wants to go towards the more graphic, practical effect ones, like in the parking lot when yeah. everything's going bananas. Yes, you know. But it's there's it's it's also kind of gaggy, you know. Like it's kind of silly, but at the same time, it's fun to look at and it's kind of fun to see. And I don't even know if it's deaths or not, but I like that back and forth between evil mom and evil dad when he's ripping off the dick i'm like oh my god you know like but they didn't kill him at yeah the same they, time, sorry so. no they're still trapped in their car having zombie sex eating their baby well the baby at the very end of the movie dudes go bye-bye <laughs> so that was at the end of the like the outtakes and everything oh. the baby goes bye-bye i missed that part okay okay because i was like okay baby's okay <laughs> i'm sure yeah i'm sure in real life that baby's, baby's okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. I'm. I think I'm gonna have to go with, um, Wadzilla and the bum getting bit in half. Okay. Um, I kind of like that part. I You're like talking the, about silly kills. That's the one. That's silly. It's his legs run away. His legs <laughs> run away. It, it helps set the. I mean, the tone was already pretty much set, but it was just like, all right, we're going. It helps. We're going. Like I say it's a giant sperm. It's so set real early. We're, on we're, that we're one. going. We're going complete goof here. So I think that's my favorite kill. Um. Yeah, one of, I, I'm torn. There's so many, but one of my favorite is Poodle School Girl, where she gets her head yeah. bitten off. That one's just like out so fast, uh, like bam, just giant sperm mm-hmm. biting off her head. But even though it was quick, it maybe the werebear red rocket through the stomach that made me laugh. Like I'm, you gotta say, I've never seen somebody killed by a penis impaled right? through. So that was a, I gotta say that's the original. We've seen head cut off before and eaten. Um, and there's so much in the fucking zombie. Horde. The menorah through the, the head menorah pop, through the popped head off like so, part of the head. Yeah, yeah, chopped, yeah that's good. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm. And then Hitler get his arm ripped off, beaten by it. Um, yeah, I guess I'm torn between menorah and the werebear, werebear red rocket dick. Um, those are probably my two favorites. 
Um, if I have to pick one, I'd go with the werebear. I'm going werebear dick because that's so odd and like we've ne- that's we've never seen it. Haven't seen that, that one. one never seen that before. That's an original one. We've seen Menorah kills before Santa's sleigh. Yeah, Remember yeah, that? We yeah. yes, we did. Um, so yeah, I'll go werebear red rocket. Um, all right, so let's move on to odds and ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right, ratings. Give it uh, IMDb. Five, uh, IMDb gives it a 5.7 out of 10. Rotten Tomato is a 33% on thermometer with a 44% audience score. Um, and Amazon, 4.2 out of 5. Hmm. Um, plot keywords, 167. Jesus Christ. Um, so um, there was penis ripped off, penis bitten off, um, scatological horror. Now, for those of you who don't know what that is, that is a fancy word for toilet ho- toilet humor, especially poop humor. Scat. Scat. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then, again, it's it's back. It's, it's overtaken panties, man, which I swear I thought panties would be in here. Psychotronic. Psychotronic. Yep. Boo. Psychotronic. Boo. Um, yeah, I can't believe panties was not uh, – uh, Hockey word in this one. Right? Yeah. I could have sworn that would have been on here, but it wasn't. All right. Titty tassels? Titty tassels. <laughs> um, all right. Let's move on. That's it. Let's move on to trivia. So, uh, Christina Klebe, uh, Kleb, uh, and her mother translated the script for Diary of Anne Frank- Frankenstein segment into German for the German-speaking cast members. So, they, so there was some real German in there. Uh, in February 2012, this movie wound up in the headlines when a soundtrack for the gay theme musical segment, I Was a Teenage Rare Bear, was released. Uh, director Tim Sullivan found his eBay listing of the album was pulled and finalized sales were canceled because eBay deemed the auctions, which include stills from the film of Sean Paul Lockhart in his underwear, morally offensive. <laughs> eBay reps told Sullivan that he could relist the soundtrack, but only in the pornographic adult only section of the site, which I didn't even realize e- e- eBay had a porn section. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. I mean, that. Unless they had, like, his ass, because he was wearing it on his jocks, like, the whole time his ass was hanging out. So, I mean, if that was the case, then I, I get, like, but if it's just songs about yeah. being gay or coming out, it's like, fuck that, man. You know. uh, the segment I was a teenage rare was originally going to take place in the high school, but this location switched to a beach because the shooting in the high school proved to be too expensive. <laughs> um, uh, also, that sh- segment, Teenage Rare Bear, was shot in five days. I believe it. Yep, I believe it. Most of the lines Joel Moore utters as Hitler are gibberish with few exceptions. When the subtitles read, why is everyone so mean to me? He declares in German, I'm such a shitty actor. <laughs> Instead of singing the Taylor line, I don't want to rule the world, he keeps singing, I have worms in my penis. <laughs> 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 so again, there's some really good humor. Yeah. Again. There's some funny shit in this. Um, the blood in this segment, Dire of Anne Frankenstein, was uh, really chocolate syrup. And uh, that segment was also shot in four days. Uh, the background plates of New York City for Wadzilla were taken at the Universal Studios backlot in California. Uh, the drive-in theater location was an actual working drive-in. The televisions in the window of the appliance store in Wadzilla were actually cardboard boxes painted to look like 1950s TVs. And that's painfully obvious if you actually look at them. You can tell they're cardboard. Uh, the Kaufman drive-in theater is named after Lloyd Kaufman. No surprise there. The actors who play the werebears in this segment, I was thinking, werebears, showed up to the auditions wearing leather outfits. Um, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, dress for the part you want, right? right? I guess. Uh, the newscast. This one, 
It's particular for our uh, friend of the show, Chris Samples. He'll appreciate this one. Uh, the newscaster in Wadzilla segment that's on the TVs in the uh, window is played by Rich Kaz. Kaz, shown by his more famous character, Sven Gulli, has made his career as a horror host who regularly sends up, sends up some of the same types of movies uh, this film satirizes. So there you go, Chris. Yeah, Sven I know Gulli. he's a Sven Gulli fan. Yep. Big time. Uh, in Teenage Werebear segment, there is a reference to President Kennedy indicating that the scene is set in the early 1960s. However, the van driven by the main character is a Dodge Tradesman 200, which was not introduced until 1971. <laughs> so that's a minor error. And um, uh, that's pretty much it. Oh, there's one more thing about Alan Frankenstein. I wanted a, uh, a funny bit that I thought was really funny I wanted to mention. Uh, when Hitler, or before Hitler shows up in the attic, uh, no, after he uh, he takes the book, he takes a diary from the family, he t- then tosses uh, an actual diary to one of his Nazis and says, here, oh. write, write some depressing white girl stuff in this. We'll make millions after the war. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I remember that's that. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> write some depressing white girl shit oh. in this. We'll make millions after the war. <laughs> I remember that. That, yeah. that one had me like belly laughing. Um, all right, so that's it. Uh, let's move on to the budget. Unfortunately, I could not find the budget for this movie, so there is no budget. It's game. not a shocker because I mean you have four different directors, you know, working so on many this. different budgets. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to be kind of convoluted. Yeah. So let's just move on to Mortal Kombat combat. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Kombat combat? All right, all right. So we have 262 total reviews on Amazon. 62% are five star, with 10% being one star. Um, five star from Kindle customer. Silly, stupid, and a great deal of fun. This is the kind of movie you need to turn off your brain cells to enjoy five stars. Big time. Frank Conahan. Only really want to talk about I Was a Teenage Werebear. I loved it. It is funny, it is well-paced, and it is very insightful. The movie looks at a gay teen played by, but no longer, played by the no longer teenage but amazingly attractive Sean Lockhart slash Brent Corrigan. Brent Corrigan is his porn star name. Uh, who, in 1962 Beach movie, has to deal with the fact that he doesn't really have any interest in an attractive girlfriend, but is very attracted to a young man in leather. And this, I added some of this down because it was very long. Unfortunately, this main, this I'm sorry. Unfortunately, this attraction leads to a bite on his behind that transforms into a werebear. Skipped a bunch out. Every gay kid should watch this with their dad. <laughs> That's how it ends. I'm like, all right. I mean, maybe you know, it, it, it's it's weird because the songs are kind of, you know, I, I, I guess if you're gay and you're going through this this this, this struggle of, you know, who you really want to be and what's what you think society should make you. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it very well could be kind of a bonding moment over something silly. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, I just find like, I'm like, okay, I never would have thought about this being like a, you know, uh, what is it, the word I'm thinking? Uh, shit, I can't think like of a, like a touching moment between yeah, a father and no, son. I was like, a, uh, you know, what, what, one of those words for like a must see or, uh, 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 fuck. I'm, I'm just moving on. I can't think of the word. I'm having a brain fart. So from, uh, <laughs> 
Rock and Roller! This movie is not for everyone, mind you, but if you like really good slash bad schlocky B-film to space out from time to time, a movie that is so overly loaded with gross, over-the-top, low-brow, juvenile humor and gags, a film so disgustingly funny that it'll make you cringe and shame and horror for just having watched it, then look no further than this comedy satire anthology of short films that pay homage to those old cheesy B-horror movies of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Five stars. Don B., I had a great time on the set of this movie. Nah. I wore the zombies in the film, so I had to buy it. Nice. Five star. Nice. Yep. Um, from Q now Q Q Q Noah Q and on Q now. I don't know. It's <laughs> K U E H N A U. Oh. It's like a Hawaiian name or something like that. Um, the best horror movie ever and ever. Five stars. Wow. <laughs> Samuel Edwards. This movie is bad, like so bad it's actually amazing. Honestly, never laughed so hard or been so grossed out in my life. Five stars. Uh, Shari T, super duper smiley face. Five stars. And that's that's the last five star. Okay. So move on to one star. From NM52. Zero stars is more like it. Awful, terrible, garbage, trash. Waste of time. This movie misses the mark in every way imaginable. One star. Now, apparently, Aaron, you already gave us your so bad. You, you, you made you commented on this movie. I didn't even know about it, but from Aaron, oh, sorry, not scary, not funny, not exciting, not entertaining. Don't waste your time with this one. One star, Aaron. Really, I don't remember writing that. <laughs> R.J. Stupid, yuck. One star. <laughs> Jeremy Allen. I feel dumber for having watched this. One star. All right, Luke Franklin. A lot of people reviewing this film are defending it by saying it's just like trauma or movies from the 50s, 60s. Well, what I say to you is the, is I like those films. I just don't think this film is any good, period. I don't care what feeling they're going for. It's just plain bad. Basically, what they do is create an anthology with movies that would have come out in the 50s or 60s, or in this case, The Diary of Aunt Frankenstein in the 30s, and just throw in a bunch of ludicrous trauma jokes. If you ever met someone who tries to be really funny and just comes off as being annoying... That is this movie in a nutshell. Only luckily you can actually avoid that entirely by just not watching the film at all. The sad thing about this film, however, is how much real talent is behind this film that was entirely wasted. Joe Lynch, Adam Green, Tim Sullivan, Adam Rifkin. These guys are really great directors who completely wasted their time on this effort, which could have been used making a real decent Tales of the Crypt style anthology. How often does talent like this get together to make a movie? Not often due to conflict, conflict of schedules and other kinds of things. So if you're, a fan of these guys and this movie piqued your interest. Do some research before watching it. If you don't like trauma, don't even think about checking this one out. It's definitely an acquired taste. One star. Last ones are pretty short here. Monster Martha. Is this for real? Because I was grossed out. Then I felt stupid for watching this. The only parts I enjoyed were the in-betweens. This one really isn't that good. One star. <laughs> From Grim Godslayer. I bought this on a whim because I'm a gambling man. In no. case you couldn't guess by my rating, I lost my gamble. As I watched her half of this homo werebear plot, I gave up one star. And from Pea Brain Bubbly Butt. Pea Brain Bubbly Butt? Yep. With a name like that, you think this would get a five star. You would think so. I love the name. Yeah. I'm all for low-budget, silly, tongue-in-cheek, campy movies, but this was disgusting, stupid, and yawn-inducing. Anything else, like the worst movie ever made, would be better than this. One star. Wow, bubbly butt. brain bubbly butt. I'm disappointed in you. Me too. 
With a, with a fun name like that, how dare you not like this movie? I kind of love that name. <laughs> All right, so that's what other people have to say. That's the war for the the combat this week. Um, Aaron, which side of this war are you falling on? It's uh, so bad it's good. It's disgusting schlock, and I love disgusting schlock. <laughs> uh, this is like disgusting schlock at its most disgusting and schlocky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It's interesting to hear that one one star reviewer talking about how the talent that came to this actually has good horror chops, mm-hmm. but they decided to do something completely goofy. You know, like let's face it, it's a goof. Yeah. You know, but in a weird way, I kind of like that they did that. They're not trying to up show show each other up or do one over on the other or make it too weird, odd, and competitive. They were just having fun. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like this is a way for them to kind of cut loose from the norm. Yeah, this was definitely like a fun project. Just a stress relief. Let's just have some. Let's fun. face it; these guys are probably under the gun and pressured to make good horror and or original horror or something different. That, but it's still like good in the horror community and this is a chance for them to still like flex their flex their muscles a little bit but have fun and just be goofy and stupid and fun and man it is goofy stupid and fun (laughs) it really is diary of Anne frankenstein come fucking on that's just genius i I, I had i paused the movie and went oh my god (laughs) but it was so good it was such i was so like struggling with this one i'm like that's so funny yeah, it's so fucking good. Yeah, the Wadzilla was funny too. I thought that was a blast. Um, Literally a blast of the face. <laughs> you know, it was just—it's just so dumb. I was a teenage werebear was fun. I think that was the longest one. I it's, think it's definitely yeah. the longest one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's kind of like the crown and the jewel, which or, is why know, it's right in the middle. The jewel it, and the crown. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's right there, smack in the middle. But the shit one, I didn't care for. I know well, that I know was, that was short a, and stupid, yeah. but still, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm not a big, I'm not a huge fan of poop humor. I think poops are disgusting. <laughs> you know, let's let's just keep it where it should be in the fucking toilet. You know, let's let's calm down. <laughs> yeah, you weren't a big fan of helitosis either. I remember that one. No, <laughs> no, I was not. That was a big shit stain. Yes, that it was. was literally a shit. Constant stain. shit jokes, <laughs> just just ugh. But this one was great. This one was fun. Um, I mean, we already kind of talked about it, and I like the 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 theater scenes, the the drive-in scenes where they had the horror fans, and they're talking about horror and mentioning things, and actually kind of getting kind of deep in some of these questions that they're asking each other. I can't remember off the top of my head necessarily, yeah. but you know, they're kind of quizzing each other, kind of like what we do sometimes. They're just having fun, and it was it was cool to see. So bad it's good. Check it out. Be be prepared for the most ridiculous yeah. shit you've um, seen probably in a long time. I'm going. I'm I'm doubling down with you. So bad it's good this week. Um, I I was like, yeah, this movie. It's not for everyone. There's gonna be people who are gonna be who absolutely hate this movie. And aren't gonna enjoy it. Um, but I think most people who can just let the brain go and just appreciate it. it's just a lot stupid. of people listen to the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you listen to the show, you're probably gonna like it. Um, just stupid fun. Yeah, and I agree with you. I like the fact that the Adam Riff, Adam Green, who I became Hatchet Man, the first two Hatchet movies, loved him. I thought, oh my god, these are great horror because like some new, a new kind of horror icon in the realm of like Freddy or not Freddy, Jason and stuff hasn't been done in a long time. He came out and did and did it right. I loved it, um, and so I like, I like kind of seeing like them just have fun with this. This was just a, I don't, I don't want to call it a passion project, but just some just fun. Like this is 
be ourselves. Let's just do something silly and goofy just for the shit of doing it and then just make it for the hell of it. And let's just cut loose. And I love it. The, the, the movies within the movie are fun. They're short. They're, uh, you know, when I first saw this, it was like two hours. Like, oh my gosh, it's two hours. But it's broken it up. It, it, it does. It, it flies, flies by. by because it's it's broken up properly. It's paced well. The drive-in scenes that hold everything together and booking everything really nice. And that's um, it all. It, it's good. I don't know how to say. On Frankenstein, cracked my shit up. That one, I love that so much. Um, the drive-in stuff is good. And goddamn, this the girls. This is one of the hottest cast. I mean, the girls are smoking hot in this. Tits everywhere. Um, it's just, it's just really fun. It's just a fun ride of a movie. I suggest you go watch it. I'm glad we finally were able to get get around to doing this and doing it in a way that worked or we actually broke it up. I think yeah. it worked out really well. Um, so I'm glad we did. Um, so thanks, to Noah, for your suggestion. We finally got to it. Been a while. It took us a while, but we got to it, buddy. Um, <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Um, we'll be back later next episode. Uh, remember, guys, check out manscaped.com for all your grooming needs because uh, use our promo code uh, MoonGoon for 20% off. Um, we need all the help we can get. Uh, so if we get enough people to use it, we'll actually get legitimately sponsored and actually get some money from them. Hopefully. Yay! Right now, we're not actually getting money. Not unless you guys do your job and go to the site. Um, with that said, we'll be back next time with another movie. In the meantime, guys, you know the deal. Watch more horror movies. And remember to always, always keep it tight, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>